Hey, I just saw an article that said uh, we should have a half year resolutions, like halfway through the year, we should have a new year's resolution. And that's coming up in June here. So why not uh, learn a new language? Uh, that could be your half year resolution if you want it to be. And uh, I've been doing that. I've been learning a new language with Babbel. Uh, Babbel is a, a great way to make yourself uh, a better person. You can communicate in different languages. I love it because, uh, you know, I find myself in situations where I'm at a soccer game, like a kid's soccer game, and the parents from the other team maybe are speaking Spanish. I, now I can I can spy on them. I know what's going on. I can, I can get the uh, get the, the lowdown on the, uh, the opponent's strategy, so that's helpful. Look, there's studies from Yale, Michigan State University, and uh, other universities that they keep proving Babbel is better. One study found that using Babbel for 15 hours is equivalent to a full semester at college. That's pretty insane. Uh, Babbel has over 16 million subscriptions sold, plus all of Babbel's 14 award-winning language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Here's a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash pardo. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash pardo. That's B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash pardo. Babbel. Hey, everybody. As I walked from the car to the studio here, I had on my Gooder sunglasses. I took off the proper beams, put on the sunnies. These things started about 25 bucks. They're 100% polarized. They got fun, dumb names like the Back Nine Blackout, Flamingos on a Booze Cruise, Donkey Goggles. Great for running, cycling, working out, golfing. I've used them driving in the car. I use them as I walk. I, I love these things. I love my gooders. They don't slip on my nose. Every other sunglass slips on my nose, not the gooders. They stay right in place the way they're supposed to. Now, if you want to support our show and try a pair of gooders, they are giving Never Not Funny listeners free shipping. That's right. You can go to Gooder.com slash Pardo and use code Pardo for free shipping. Gooder offers a 30-day money-back guarantee and 100% satisfaction. That is Gooder.com slash Pardo. Use code Pardo for free shipping. G-O-O-D-R dot com slash P-A-R-D-O. Then use the code P-A-R-D-O for free shipping. Gooder.com slash Pardo. Code Pardo. Gooder. I'm better way to wear sunglasses. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Please don't take this person out Would you politely go to hell Get the fuck out of my way Cause it's been one of those days We're back baby uh, We're back, we're back stronger than ever I've given you lives Isn't the whole point of this show to have conversation 100% for comedy, friendly room What a weird game of chicken that is This guy's sharp, he knows everybody's name in this room We've been doing fake radio since 2006 Man, On tape, it's the fastest hour in podcasting. This is Never Not Funny. Now, here's your host, Jimmy Pardo. Hello, Mendidius. Welcome to the program episode. Oh, my nose started running, but I apologize. Top of the show. Uh, COVID, COVID. Other shows would just uh, start over. Uh, not nope. this one. <laughs> just keep moving. Uh, welcome to the program, everybody. Episode 3205 for 
3204, the award-winning podcast, Never Not Funny. My name is Jimmy Pardo. I'm the host of the program. My name is Paul Gilmartin. I am the host of the Mental Illness Happy Hour. You ever hear his commercial? <laughs> yeah. It is the most serious commercial in the I've world. Heard, what I've heard is you talking about how he talks in his commercial. It is the, it is, it's just the weirdest energy. It's like... Uh, it's almost like somebody put a gun to his head and said, "You must make a commercial, and you must no second take." I think he want. I think he's gunning for that NPR gig somewhere. You know, like he's he wants to be in that world. Well, I, I wish him a lot of luck. Then I wish him a lot of luck. Maybe in like because he's not he's not nearly old enough yet. Uh, but maybe he could be the um, Andy Rooney on sixty Minutes when he's like seventy five. You think it could be Paul Gilmartin? <laughs> you, you, never know. Right you know what? Paul can write the he can write the uh, the um, the. The cranky da 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 style yeah. things yeah. of of the of that in that rhythm mm-hmm. that uh, that I've got you He's, know I've got rhythm you know that he, uh, yeah you've got a lot of what it takes to get along uh yes uh you uh. He's also funnier than Andy Rooney was ever. Uh, so debatable. <laughs> what debatable? <laughs> you think it's I think, debatable? I think Andy Rooney is one of our great humorists of our time. Oh boy, and I, I, I let me ask you a serious question: mm-hmm. Who's funnier to you, Andy Rooney or Mark Twain? It's not even. What are you fucking? You're taking. You can't even take it. No. I, that's a really tough question. I, I. It's Andy Rooney by a fucking mile. Really? Mark Twain's not funny. But, you, but how much have you looked into his humor? I looked into. I had to study it. I'm a, I'm a fucking stand-up comedian. I'm one of the best. I study all the greats. Stand-up comedians have to study Mark Twain. I study humorists. <laughs> he was. He's not funny. He's writing about painting fucking fences, going out on a raft. That's not his. That's not that's his work. That's his in... work. That's his full work. <laughs> okay. You ever, hear, I... you ever see him do a speech? No, I was not alive at the time. I was going, man. <laughs> I saw him live. I saw Twain live. Maybe I saw him too late. I, I, I would look. I don't know. It sounds like you've got an affinity for Andy Rooney that I never had. But to me, when I was growing up, when he was on TV, it was just a, a guy telling you to get off his yard. Yeah, but uh, I thought I, I, I look. Uh, did I th- did I laugh at everything he said? No, of course not. But some stuff was well written. Uh, All right. You know, you know, watch the deal with pancakes, and then you know what? You know what? You know what? He's right. He's right. What is the deal with pancakes? I never would have even put him. I, I don't even think I knew he was trying to be funny. I just thought it was like at the end of this show, an old man rants for a little while. <laughs> well, that's, that's all it is. That's also fair. Also, there's no reason you should have been forced to watch sixty minutes all the way through. I don't know why you're. I didn't. I, I would. I would turn it on. I uh, you know. I would turn it on when something else was about to start, or my dad was watching it and i would come into the room to be like hey whatever was on sunday night you know at some point it was the simpsons but before that whatever else was on at eight o'clock on sunday i was getting ready to watch that and this is the tail end yeah, of his show was on and let's, had to put up with that bullshit let's be very clear i don't have an affinity for andy rudy i'm just saying that if, if i had to push push come shove yeah i'm choosing him over mark twain as a better humorist all right i I, I I would need to do more research on this. I would need to see him in his prime, and I'd need to look at more of what Mark Twain did because I don't really know what he did. I just know that you t- you rant and rave about how he wasn't funny, and I know that uh, a, a couple of different actors fell into a, a, a spell where they couldn't stop <laughs> pretending to be, be him, him and tour the country. We got yeah, Hal Holbrook, Hal Holbrook, got Val Kilmer. And then Val Kilmer. There's going to be somebody reason. in between there, too. I right? bet Brian Cranston's going to go that way, too. He seems like the guy who would end up doing <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah. But like, does he do Mark Twain or does he go late Abe Lincoln or something? Right. Doesn't <laughs> yeah. he? Any one of uh, those. He just seems like a guy who's going to tour the country 
as a historical character. I think the worst thing to happen to him was Breaking Bad. I mean that sincerely. He was a, uh, a fun character actor that now is on T-shirts, and that's that's not his vibe. <laughs> yeah. Yes, Garen. I was gonna say, what if he, what if he tours as Andy Rooney? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I see that idea. show. I yeah. see that show. Here's that. Brian Cranston's great. He's great, and he was great in Breaking Bad. I'm not putting down Breaking Bad. Yeah. I don't want any of you weirdos with your fucking hats coming after me. Uh, you know, I don't need a turtle walking up to me with a bomb on it. Um, <laughs> it uh, uh, I just I just think that Brian Cranston. Uh, that, we missed out on some stuff because he did that. Yes. And then that became his bag. And then he started doing a lot of serious stuff. He still does. I feel like he still does go back and do some comedy. here. Uh, and, there, but. and by the way, everything he does is great. Drama, comedy, yeah. whatever Brian Cranston wants to do is great. Except for that movie with Kevin Hart. That thing's got to get off the, my fucking television. Uh, wait, what movie? Isn't that the one where he's, uh, he's, uh, and if, if this is the incorrect word in 2023, I apologize. He's an invalid and Kevin Hart needs to oh. push him around in a wheelchair and make him laugh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh that's, that's the synopsis of it, right? I, I, the upside. The upside. Is yeah. that, that's coming out or no, it, it was has out. come out it's like three years ago. Okay. 2017. Oh my God. Was that seven I years ago? I do not remember Six that, but that sounds absolutely god awful. Oh, it's awful. <laughs> I, the trailer was awful. Like it was one. It was one of those that, like even like um, I, I now I know it was 2017. I was on the road and it was like, well, that's starting. Nope. Yeah. Like I rather not see a movie that day, mm-hmm. and that's hard for me to do. I'll see almost anything. Yeah. But I ain't seeing that, my man. He came up in one of my my daily movie games today. Who I, did Cranston or yeah, Hart? Cranston, and I didn't I didn't realize that he was in the movie Drive, which I. Failed to see when everyone was talking about it, and then once they stopped talking about it, I didn't feel the need to go see it or or watch it. That's Ryan Gosling. Gosling. Yeah, driving around. (laughs) Thank you, Matt. (laughs) That's what their logline is. Yeah, Yeah, Ryan Gosling with a scorpion jacket. Uh, At least I didn't say invalid. (laughs) Invalid's not wrong. That's not wrong. I have no idea if that's right. Come on, he's a quadriplegic in the film. Okay. All right. What's an invalid? Someone who's hurt and can't, uh, you know, is. I think an invalid implies that you're bedridden by illness or some other issue, you know, an injury. At some point, maybe you could. Uh... <clears throat> right. Like, I like I don't think invalid would apply to someone who was born uh, with the inability to walk. Let's find out together. A, a person made weak or disabled by illness or injury. But pretty much what I said. So, yeah. Um, yeah. It, but you're not wrong. You're not. <laughs> Well, I guess I am. Yours but, might be the insensitive no, way but, to say by it. By the way, I'm I, I'm not wrong because I didn't imply that. Uh, I, I didn't know what this guy's don't know character how, was. We yeah. didn't see the movie. We don't know what. He might why. be. Yeah, I think he was. Was he in a car accident or something? Oh, I don't know. I didn't see it. He was in that movie Drive. <laughs> oh, is that is it a sequel? I think it carries over. <laughs> oh, <yeah>. my God. <laughs> I believe it's the same character. He, yeah. he got caught in the crosswalk. It's uh, a comedic look at the relationship between a wealthy man with quadriplegia. Quadriplegia? And an unemployed man with a criminal record who's hired to help him. I like Funny. that new album. <laughs> You're like, oh, the Who album. Thank you. Oh, there's Elliot. Yeah, he made it today. Look, at him, with it a, today. look at him with a smile. Those aren't the way my texts read. <laughs> oh, God. That's where we're going to start this. Huh? Look at the smile. Look at the nice smile. You have a nice smile. I mean that sincerely. I, you said it before, and I You I have believe, a very nice smile. It. Of all the people in this room, yeah, I think you have the best of the smiles. Oh, well, I don't know if that's true, but I appreciate it. Thank you. I would go I, so far as to say I'm Tevin Campbell. Uh, I love your smile. Aww. Is that Tevin Campbell? Mm. I don't know who sang that song, but somebody did. Who's Tevin? Is that one of the guys from uh, Boys to Men that did a solo show? No, Tevin Campbell was like in the early '90s. He was like a 14-year-old kid that someone saw singing at a mall, and then the next thing you know, he had a number one hit. Tevin Campbell. Yeah, I think so. Right? It's Shanice who sings oh. every song. <laughs> I'm saying this kid was prepubescent, so it's an easy mistake to make. He sings round and round. Uh, you know, you know the rat song. Hit. He does a cover of the rat song, <laughs> and he did the song from. He was in uh, Graffiti Bridge with Prince. 
Oh, was he? Uh, which I think I, that song is from. Oh, all right. As soon as you hear it, you're going to know. I think he's, I think he's best known for uh, providing the sample that was used in the theme song for America's Next Top Model, but uh, that was from that round and round, I think. It started with, uh, you'll hear it. I see lots of uh, phones out and stuff. Are we, are we about to hear I'm, this I'm going to play it. Tevin Campbell? Yeah. Wow, you had more hits? Yeah, of course you did. Round and round's not even in the top four on uh, Apple Music. It's crazy. That's, how is that not? Is that because it's, it's the only one you two know? Maybe, it's, maybe that's not the one. Maybe it has a different name and it just says round and round in it. What was the first hit? No, 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 no. That doesn't sound Thank you, like Garen. <laughs> that's helpful. No, no, yeah, you're right. It's round and round. Here we go. Oh, here we go. Oh, wait, there's other hits here. This is actually a good song. So that's the thing that's the sample in the America's Next Top Model theme song, that little vocal rub. Did you have to show you were in a fantasy dra uh, draft? No, that's Top Chef. Yeah, it would not surprise me to find out you've never heard this in your life. <laughs> but it was a Graffiti hit. Bridge is what, 96? No, Graffiti Bridge is probably 93? 90, 91. This is 91. Oh, yeah. See, this sounds like a woman, right? <laughs> that wasn't that crazy. Wait, why would you, you... You said it was Tevin Campbell. Well, I... I said that I love your smile was Tevin Campbell. Oh. And that was sung by a woman. But it sounds just like this. It, you're, it really does. I would bet a million dollars it was a woman. It's a pretty good song, actually. Did Prince produce this? It kind of sounds princey. It sounds princey to me. This is a nice hook. It's nice. Yeah, he was good. Prince wrote and produced it. Damn right he did. He's got his finger, fingertips all, written all over it. Yeah. What? Finger, fingerprints all over it. Actress, I said fingertips. Yep. Actress Brittany Murphy covered this song in the eighth season of Kids Incorporated. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> what? Wow. Boy, I love Brittany Murphy. Yeah, I did. I, she died, of course, way too soon. Yeah, I, I don't think I uh, appreciated her enough when she was alive. I, I remember, you know, I thought she was good in things, but it's weird when she, she kind of, the first time I remember like seeing her was Clueless and the character she plays in Clueless is so specific and unlike really anything else she ever did mm -hmm. that I just think of her that way or I thought of her that way for a while and I was like, well, that's weird. Uh, but then she was very good in, in everything else. She's good in everything. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I like we, Danielle and I saw her at the movie theater once and I, I remember that. You would, have, you, you would have thought I saw the Pope. Like I, I was, <laughs> it was one of the, like the most excited I've ever been to see a famous person. It was, yeah. I maybe, maybe cause I, you know, I don't know if it's creepy. I don't know how, oh, how old she was at the, in Clueless, but, uh, I think I had a little crush. I think I had a little crush mm. on Brittany Murphy. Okay. Um, and uh, I'd like to think that she was over 18 when I saw her at the movie theater. Uh, she was born in 77. Then she was. I'm good to go. Guys, I'm good to go. <laughs> she would have been good to go. Eight, 20. She was 32 in 2009 when she passed away. All right. So Danielle and I uh, started dating like 98. So this would have been, let's say 2000. What does that put her at? 23. Yeah. I'm good to go. And and she was must have been eighteen or nineteen when she filmed Clueless. Damn by right the time was. that you watched Clueless, she was twenty. Thank you for saying all this. <laughs> um, bottom line: when I saw her at the movie theater, I'm good to go. Okay. Uh, that, Thank that, God we solved that. That's all that needs to matter. I, I, I don't want to be some creep who's staring at a teen. Yeah. Um, I don't want to be arrested for mind crimes from thirty years yeah. ago. Uh, Operation Mind Crime. Name of the band? Can you do it? Operation Mind Crime. Oh, Follow up. Is that the name of the album? <laughs> I don't know. Operation Mind Crime. I think it is. I'm gonna. Uh, it sounds like something Sticks would do. It isn't, but you're not far mm -hmm. off, dude. It's. It is okay. a. Uh, uh, th they do have some prog vibe to Rush? it. Rush? Uh, no. Yes. 
Uh, Garen, come on, we're playing a game here. <laughs> I'm, th- I'm saying yes. I'm thinking about it. Uh, Frog vibes. Asia. Uh, no, and it's not Genesis. I, I am right. Um, you're never gonna get it. Queensrÿche. Queens oh, oh, wow. Queensrÿche. Yeah, you're, you're right. I was not gonna get that. Was a, uh, by the way, speaking to this, uh, hit the breaking news. We got some breaking news. Oh, this is uh, breaking news. Break. That's enough. Um, the uh, and by the way, if I'm late, to, if I'm late to the party on this, and you guys are all like, "Yes, I heard them six months ago." You're an idiot. Uh, I like a current band. That's why it's breaking news. Mm-hmm. I like a current band. Uh, fr- friend of the show, Nick Bernstein, mm-hmm. uh, texted me the other day saying, speaking of six sticks, he said, hey, I heard a song by, and I'll get to the artist in a moment, uh, they got some real sticks vibes. Huh. And then I listened to him and I, I texted him back, have you ever heard sticks? <laughs> <laughs> because they don't. Okay. Um, and it's a band called uh, the Scarlet Opera. You familiar with oh, the Scarlet yeah, Opera? I, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. I just discovered them too. They were just on Corden, which because Nick works at CBS. Yeah. They were just on Corden. And so I was like, so I, I listened to it on his recommendation. Mm-hmm. And now they don't sound like Sticks. They sound like Mika. Oh. They sound like Mika meets Queen meets classic rock meets Broadway Whoa. meets. And I showed it. To, so I showed the Danielle. By the way, the recorded version's great. Mm-hmm. The, per, per, the performance on Corden will blow your fucking mind if huh. you like this song. Yeah. Okay. I played it for Danielle and she literally said, wow, twice while we're watching it. And she's like, none of that should work. And it's all works. Oh, cool. Wow. He's got a very Mika, Freddy vibe going on. Yeah. Um, he's a showman. Mm. Uh, and the song is phenomenal. Great. Uh, the song they play is called, they only have three songs available at the moment. Okay. The song's called Alive. It's great. Then they got another one uh, called, uh, uh, I'll just pull it, up, uh, pull it up here. These gentlemen, uh, it's called The Big City Thing. Okay. And then they've got another one called The Place to Be. And uh, Good titles. They are, it, it What's is, the name of the band again? Uh, here. They're called the Scarlet Opera. Listen to that for you. God damn it. So easy. It kicks in too. Here it comes. <laughs> God damn it. That's great. I, I've not, I, haven't been, I haven't been so excited about it. It, 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 it brings joy. It brings tears. It's it, 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 this, this, they're phenomenal. Great. I'm going to go see them at the Echoplex. I bought my ticket. Great. When's that? In April sometime. Okay. 20 bucks. Calm down. <laughs> Twenty dollars. <laughs> I could see him as Hedwig. In oh, the future. Yeah, we're not, let's, let's, let's see how he handles success as it is. Let's not put him on Broadway just yet. Spirals. Here's the. Uh, <laughs> here's a little. This is a little bit of big city thing. <laughs> oh, you moved. I moved on. I moved on. All right, that's big city thing. I'll just play you a little taste of the place to be. Oh, Jesus! Here it comes. This is very Mika. What happened to Mika? Oh, it really is. Wonderful. Anyway, they got the three songs. I think they're great. I'm excited that I like something that's uh, current. And most importantly, yep. 
you can live another hundred years and never hear another podcast that plays Tevin Campbell and Scarlet yeah. Opera. <laughs> <Never. laughs> that's, that's a record we will hold for infinity. Oh, we'll hold that one. We'll hold that. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll finally get, when we're finally in the rock, in the rock roll, in the uh, podcast hall of fame. Yeah. And, and first of all, how's that fucking star coming, fans? <laughs> Isn't somebody supposed yeah, to be heading any, that up? Any movement on that? Let's go. Let's get some, let's get some action on that. But when we get into the podcast hall of fame, which by the way, should have already happened. Uh, it's ridiculous that we are not in this thing that exists somewhere. Um, I, don't, I don't even know. You know, I, I it, it might be defunct. I don't really know much about the, the podcast Hall of Fame. I, it was the I, last people I heard that got in were our friends uh, Keith and the girl. They yeah, got okay. in, All right. and well, this is no disrespect to them because they started right around the. If they're in, it's almost like when I listen to the, uh, to our buddy Joe Quazala's uh, show, the uh, and, and 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 Kristen uh, um, stuttered Madison stuttered. When I listen to this show and they talk about, well, you know, if you talk about this person, you got to talk about this person getting in. Yeah. That's kind of how it is with Keith and the Girl Never Not Funny. Like, Mm -hmm. we kind of came at the same time. Mm -hmm. And if you're running the podcast Hall of Fame, you can't have the conversation of Keith and the Girl and not include us. Mm -hmm. And if if not that year, the next year. Mm -hmm. Anyhow, when we're finally inducted, it will be because we're pioneers (laughs) and because of this episode. Yeah, we played those two songs. We got Tevin Campbell and the Scarlet Opera. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a little like I'm not bummed, but I, I actually was like looking forward to seeing how what you thought, assuming you watched SNL, what you thought of the 1975, another current band that I thought you would like. But now your head's all full of Scarlet Opera. You don't Scarlet have room Opera. for them. I, I I know on paper I should like the 1975, and I do. Mm-hmm. But uh, you saw my reaction to this. No, it doesn't have the same. Well, it's yeah, it's every song is about being addicted to heroin. So there's that problem that you don't really want to. Well, no, you know I would. Uh, you don't know my past. <laughs> look, by, by the way, speaking of my past, look at an old friend's here today. What happened? Oh, boy. We don't know, here's the thing. I discovered that, uh, and by the way, I'm not going to go back to drinking 700 a day like I did. These, uh, this was not the culprit. This is not the culprit with my- uh, Still better to not- Any of my stomach issues. It, right? uh, but if I want a flavored caffeinated beverage, this mm-hmm. is my guy. Those flavored waters- upset my stomach oh so whatever uh whatever something that's in those uh daddy's uh, tummy doesn't like Mm -hmm. so uh back to these uh, probably just for the show Mm -hmm. probably just here maybe uh maybe an emotion picture house that that might be it right um but uh just good to have an old friend in the hand like this. It's real good. <laughs> this is so comfortable. I'm, I'm, I'm having the same feeling of like when I wa- I'm watching a TV show that I love and a character that has been sober falls off the wagon. Mm. That's what I'm feeling right now. No, that's extreme. Please do not Ter- feel that way. Terrible feeling. No, if, if I if I all of a sudden show up with a Miller Lite, then we'd have some issues. That would be. That would be uh, no, you guys, it's just the one. Just the one. The next thing you know, I'm walking down the street with no pants on. <laughs> uh, you know, like, like my uh, previous well, that's just, life. That's just L.A. Yeah, you know yeah. what? We welcome it. We welcome, in the, Certainly in the rain. You don't want to get your pants wet. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, by the way, SNL uh, was horrible. I, um, because, like, my, my family, we were watching it um, and really just wanted to see the 1975. Everybody in my family likes them. Mm-hmm. And uh, at a certain point, we just fast forwarded. This is I've never done this in, in my entire life in the 45 years of or whatever long. I guess I've been watching SNL 37 years or something. Uh, I've never done this, but I fast forwarded to the musical guest and then didn't watch anything. I watched the news and I watched the I watched the first three or four things and then just music, music, uh, yeah. weekend update music. And then I was out. Yeah. Uh, that may be true, but my favorite... What may be true? Oh, waffle. You loved Waffle him, House so much I, you had to text him fast, about it. Him fast-forwarding may be true? <laughs> no, no, no. That, that, the, that this SNL was bad. Oh, it was horrible. With the, but... That said, Waffle House was funny. That yeah. was... It was good. 
I have wanted to see something like that. Like I've had that idea to do that kind of a thing and never done it and had maybe opportunities. I loved it. And then the punchline was perfect. Like that was that was good. I don't disagree with you. I wish you hadn't texted uh, prior to us watching it because uh, then I'm waiting for Waffle House to happen yeah. or I'm actually going the fuck does Waffle House I mean? didn't even know I, what I, you meant I, I pretty much assumed you guys would have already watched it because by the time I saw it it was like Sunday night uh, Sunday well for you though Sunday night was <laughs> Thursday night <laughs> or some shit because you don't know how to use a fucking f- clock yeah we have to get into that we'll get it but let, let, let's, let's yeah, put, let's a, let's put a button on SNL yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, you and I have disagreed over this season I think there's been some really funny stuff this mm-hmm. season I like that they're taking chances like they've never taken where like in the old days, something would be like either the last sketch of the night or wouldn't even make it to the air. Mm-hmm. So stuff like that is making it on, and I and I love that. Mm-hmm. It doesn't all hit, mm-hmm. but I like that they're taking chances, and I've laughed a lot this season. I've also stared at my television <laughs> a lot. This episode, with the exception of the news and Waffle, Waffle House. House, was a zero. And I mean, no, I, I like those performers. I like everybody involved. I feel horrible saying that out loud, but when you're looking for... And I look forward to watching that show. My family enjoys it. Yeah. Uh, Awful. And that young lady was not a good host. Jenna Ortega. She just wasn't. She did her monologue was a zero. And then her uh that first sketch where she was yelling her, uh, she was uh, the I don't I've blocked it all out. I don't remember what the what Well the, the first were. the first sketch wasn't the exorcist, right? That was the second one? Or was it the first? I don't know. I I watched it on YouTube, so I did I see the Exorcist sketch. I don't think I saw yeah. the Exorcist sketch, so oh, maybe wrong. it was not the first one. There was a game show thing, of course. Yeah, that and I she saw. Yelled, I think she yelled stuff there. What was the bit of the game show? Oh, I'm trying to remember. Did you watch it, Gary? Oh, it was. It was. They were. It was like the X Men was one team. And oh, the right, oh, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was horrible. Yeah. I, I watched his name. I, Mikey Day was funny, and yeah. then uh, she yelled her lines. I watched it. I thought she did good because. Mm. I, it, I, I, here's the problem though I don't remember anything from it so obviously it wasn't as good as that's I thought that's my problem I don't it. I can't like I, it took me a second to even remember what the game show thing yeah, was yeah but yeah. she wasn't reading it wasn't visibly reading cue cards to, that I noticed and that um, automatically makes me you like that better sure I'll give you that that means they took the time to mm-hmm. let me ask you a question you're very serious Jenna Ortega is that her name Take it right? mm-hmm. or Mark Twain who's a better humor because <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like you're going to say Jenna Ortega <laughs> You know, I did see her one-woman show, and it was very funny. <laughs> what if you did? <laughs> I mean, look, the, when they when they book Jenna Ortega, you it, there, it can't be more obvious. It's not for us. It's not for right. fifty-year-old men. It's for Garen and younger, much younger. Garen, frankly, you shouldn't be interested in either. I'm much younger. But it's it's they're trying to <laughs> I, get young people to watch the show. They, young people love her. They love Wednesday. They love that dance. I'm interrupting you. The cap of this dropped, and I don't know if it dropped into a soundboard. And I'm going to all the electrics that go out. I don't know. I don't know. Problem with your fucking addiction. See, it it causes problems. Ruins everything. The can didn't have this problem. Cans don't have the problem. Cans don't have this problem. There's only one piece in a can unless you unless you break it. Where it is? Maybe it's underneath the the table. Well, bottom line, it's not going to not going to do anything. Fine. All right, we'll find that in six years when we pull that thing out. Um... Yeah, just just disappointing. My, again, my family we enjoy, we enjoy SNL. We like uh, sitting yeah. down to watch it and laugh. And and when you don't, uh, you know, and then you know, you just want the news to be longer because you know I like those jokes. I like the jokes. Mm-hmm. 
that they do. Uh, I like I like they did they did what I've been lobbying for them to do for two or a year and a half, which is just just let James Austin Johnson do his stuff. Oh it's, yeah, that was really funny. Dude, it's fucking joyous to see him do it. Give him five minutes. <laughs> yeah, I don't care. Yeah, why are you squeezing it in? Do a whole do the, let that be that. Yeah, the, you know the first ten minutes of the show. I. Uh, <laughs> And funny, yeah, funny. Bob Dylan's cell phone. That was great. So I've seen him do that before, but yeah, that is that's so brilliant. Uh, great. Uh, well, there, there's our review of SNL as we, as we do each and every. Uh, what was the cold open? It's cra- it's driving me crazy that I can't oh, even remember any horrible. of the things the, I saw. The, the, it had Armisen the, in the it. The red carpet thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Armisen was in the monologue. Oh, I'm sorry, you're right. But he was also in that sketch where it was like the Parent Trap, but uh, yeah, uh, yeah. And I'll say, uh, no disrespect to Fred Armisen, who I've always gotten along with, and he had me in his pilot presentation. That I played his manager. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Fred and I, you know, we know each other 25 years. I enjoy Fred. Um, he, um, uh, there's a cast. And I always feel this way. Let, let the cast do these things. It's, mm-hmm. it's, I, I don't think it improves it by having Fred Armisen and not yeah, it's, it's James one, Austin Johnson. It's one thing to have a, a, a former cast member come in to a sketch where there's like five cast members doing a thing, but that that sketch was built around him. That it, it was like he was hosting. Yes, and that seems weird. Like why? It made me. You know what I thought, and I could be 100 percent wrong. It made me feel they didn't trust her. Yeah, totally. And so then they built it around it. Like he's on the show. Maybe he'll him coming on makes her more comfortable. Mm-hmm. And then let's like let's build this around him, and then she'll play the supporting role to Fred's funny right and i uh, guess that's just the reality of having someone who doesn't do comedy and is young and maybe doesn't feel like hey anything you can do to make her feel more comfortable that's what you do and that that makes sense but still doesn't mean that you have to write a sketch around him you could have a sketch with five people and he just comes into it uh-huh. put him up but make him in the game show you got 90 people on that fucking game sure. show uh i like fred Emerson. Fred, you know fred is uh a guy that uh, we try to get on this show many times, and you know mm-hmm. he lives in New York for the most part. Yeah, and uh, he's, he's, he's just when, when he's in town, he's here on Wednesdays and Fridays. Yeah, and we're not here. You know what I mean by that? I remember seeing him. He did some show that I forget where it was. It might have been the Knitting Factory. I can't. It was some weird venue where like Bob Odenkirk put together some. I don't know why Bob was doing it either, but he just put together some. What was that? A, sort of Wait, pilot thing was i on that show i don't maybe i think i was on that show at the knitting factory yeah and it was bob and, and fred, fred and me and some other weirdo if i mean that i mean you know fred's a weirdo yeah and yeah, i mean yeah. that complimentary right, sure. he, you know he doesn't you know he and reggie watch uh, both do odd comedy yes um that's their brand. pardon me ma'am <laughs> we're in the middle of a program you knock on the door and you have our intern come and get you danielle koenig is here the, the host of the uh how to Survive with Danielle and Christine podcast. Are you go in the kitchen and eat that thing. I can't eat it here. It's it, it you you have no idea you're doing foley work. That's how loud that is. I know, but as soon as I'm done, then it'll be super quiet, see? <laughs> yeah, but you, you, you could have had it in the kitchen. The bearded cute guy was in the kitchen and that would have been weird. Hmm. Would it have? Yeah. You think that's that's more weird than you coming in here and eating the eating that? It's not more weird than what I said to him. What'd you say to him? I'm going to go in the studio and eat this candy bar. <laughs> said, I'm just scooping out ice with this cup. He said that. Yeah, and I go, nice. <laughs> I didn't know what to say. Well, in fairness, 
What do you say to that? What do you say? <laughs> Go get him. <'em>. There's. <laughs> Be careful. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So was he was he embarrassed? Like he he got like did he feel like he got caught scooping the ice and he had to explain what he was doing? Maybe, but I didn't think anything of it because I didn't even know what he was doing. I thought, I thought he was just holding a cup. I didn't think anything of it. Where the, there's some issues with that refrigerator, right? There's oh, no filter. Um, um, and, innumerable issues i didn't this is the first time i'm hearing that the ice machine actually works because the dispensing part doesn't work which i assume meant that it doesn't even make ice but no, now you can scoop it out you got to reach in there i guess oh okay. yeah you if you push scoop. your cup against the thing nothing oh. happens so it's making so you must have to clean it out all the time because it's building up or no i i, I think it's best to like not sperm yeah. <laughs> gotta get it out there <laughs> I, I would say maybe that ice is not good to, to consume. Cause Why would that not be good ice? Because it just sits there so much. I don't know. Maybe that doesn't matter. But yeah. But I, some, that, everything about that fridge. I, that like the, was a joke. Yo. I don't care. Check out the walls and remember the bosses. Oh, oh my now, clearly, I was not icing what you were saying. Yeah, I just thought we, we we're talking about ice. Anytime, anytime <laughs> ice is on the table, you got to put yeah, this on. We, yeah. You know, we got we have a theme for ice. That's mm-hmm. fair. We I like put, the new one a lot. Which one? The new Ice yeah. by Jimmy Toon? They're both great. I got to figure out how to get it in there permanently, but I don't want to lose the old one because I like that one too. Well, again, you, there's several yeah. of these Oliver's trivia we can cut loose. But then we're going to say, well, why do we need two Ice songs? Because that's kind of excessive too. Uh, I'd rather have the two Ice songs than nine trivias. <laughs> uh, there's one other one that I there think There was something else that we too. were saying you wanted on that on your side yeah. that he plays. He's got it. Uh, I it? like him having control of some things, but not others. Now, Danielle, <laughs> you've walked in. Uh, we just talked about SNL and how it stunk over the weekend. Uh, but what, uh, what we didn't do yet is talk about how Elliot Hopeberg doesn't know how to use a clock <laughs> and doesn't know how to have a nice tone in text. <laughs> When it's, when it's his fault. He tried to explain to me what happened with the clock, and I'm still not sure I quite understand well, get it. get ready to hear it a second time. <laughs> okay. You never explained I, was, I was told that, that you would not be involved in this conversation. <laughs> well, I, was, I thought she'd be eating a, her, her lunch in the... In the uh... <laughs> oh, no. I've already got emails. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe people like that. It's kind of ASMR. It was a little... You know, here's the thing. I didn't mind it. I, I mind the concept of it. I didn't mind the execution of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so here's what happened, dear listener. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> we had a program uh, scheduled for yesterday at 11 a.m., as we always do. 100%. I, I would say 99% of the time, 11 a.m. on Monday is when we do this program. Yes. Mm-hmm. Occasionally, I'll have a doctor's appointment that'll do that. Occasionally, we'll have a vacation. Mm-hmm. Uh, occasionally, uh, Elliot might say, hey, there's, you know, they're coming for an inspection. I have to do it here. And we're, and we're usually accommodating. But there was no confusion uh, about the time that we were supposed to be here. No, it was 11 o'clock on Monday. Yes. And at 1047, now here's what I was at. I was at the doctor mm-hmm. and I came out to more signal texts <laughs> that I've ever received in my life. Yeah. And by the way, I think Elliot Hopeberg is single handedly uh, keeping signal in business. <laughs> he texts us, had a sandwich. Like, I mean, we get, we get yeah. unnecessary Hopeberg texts. So the first one I see is what time is it? Mm-hmm. And then you answered 1047. At, he t- he's supposed to be here. He's supposed to be here at 11 at 1047. No, say this. He's supposed to be here at 1047. Well, OK, in, sure. In theory, yeah, I would I would but I would we, like to be here. But, but that's been pushed over the time over time. Now it's like we get here at 11. We start at 1115. Fine. Which, I, which, by the way, I have no problem with. But sure. the point is, at 1047, he texted all of us to say, what time, what is, time it? is it? You responded 1047. He responds, basically, go fuck yourself. I <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> no. Oh, shit. I'm sorry, guys. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, I did. I forgot to set my clocks or I don't know. I, I don't know what happened. I'll get there as soon as I can. Instead, it was 
Right. Well, what the fuck? Uh, yeah. I'll be, I, I don't know when I'll be there. I'll get there when I can. <laughs> Dude. I'm not, I'm not sure that's exactly what I wrote. I can, tell, was, you, I can tell, you, tell you that's how three guys read it. It was so expletive uh, well, here, riddled, your phone would not let you send it. Yeah, here's the thing. The other, the fun, to me, the funny part was that he was voice to texting and his oh, no. stupid, <laughs> his stupid, that. his stupid fucking phone yeah. was was censoring him uh-huh. so like when he said fuck it just put f star 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 yeah. star so my response to to matt texting ten forty seven was shit i thought my alarm went off at 9 a.m and i haven't left the house yet right okay that, that so, was the first one all right so at, at that point we're not mad uh, so far so good right and even then, though even though again not no apologies nothing at all well still not still uh, okay there's no time for apologies at this point well there is what's about to fucking happen apparently you have time for this bullshit so then I say, okay, I'm leaving shortly, but I will, but I will not be there. Okay, I'm leaving shortly, but I will not be there yeah, at so eleven. This is when this started. <laughs> yeah. From this point on, everything he texted said it twice. Well, not everything, but but enough, I'm sure. Why? I, I don't know because of his dumb fucking phone that doesn't know phone. what time it is. <laughs> well, I'm 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 I'm. Con- uh, and, uh, but again, no matter what's happening here, still no shit, guys. Right. Sorry, I'll get there when I can. Still no, still I'm, none I'm, of that. I'm in a panic, and you know that my default is is, it, is you, to get something done rather than spend any time with that. But kind of your stuff. default is also to somehow make it that we're the bad guys. <laughs> How do you? That is you. That no, is not, it's not me. I'm I, not. I'm. I, I, I never thought once did I say, Hang "Oh, on. what the fuck is wrong with you guys? Fin- why didn't Why didn't I get finish there time? reading this?" And then I'll explain. And then it, and then I said, "Is it daylight savings or something this weekend?" Because I didn't know. It was on Monday. <laughs> on Monday. Uh, on Monday. Ten. That was it. You went all day Sunday. <laughs> well, wait. It was it was Sunday Sunday night. Saturday. Saturday, night. Saturday into it's Sunday. Always Saturday. Well, then I don't know what the fuck happened because I set my alarm for nine a.m. I set my alarm for nine a.m. for Monday, and it went off at ten. Because it thought it was. Because you didn't change your alarm clock. clock. No, but. but I didn't have to. The it said phone, nine. The phones update themselves. Yes, which and they the, should. And the reason why I asked is, what time is it? Is because my clock said ten forty-seven when it should have been nine forty-seven because right, my alarm went off at nine. No, your, your clock should, should have said ten forty-seven because it? it was ten forty-seven. Right, it did say that, but I was like, how is it ten forty-seven when I've I had gone to the bathroom after the alarm went off? That's all that happened. So it couldn't have been more than forty was your, minutes. Was your phone off and then you had just turned it on and it hadn't updated no. yet or something? Did you, you set your alarm for ten forty-six? No, I I double checked it. It was set for nine, and so that's why i thought is this the apology <laughs> <laughs> all right i'm fucking sorry what the hell is your alarm on your phone or your alarm on your phone or your, your my clock? alarm on my phone i use the alarm on my phone you don't have and an I alarm really clock next to your bed i do but i wasn't sleeping on my bed i was sleeping on my couch because sometimes that's more comfortable i completely understand so so i didn't go upstairs to my to my alarm next to my bed i mean that that would only make things worse because that uh, presumably that clock needs to be manually so changed now, so now i don't know what the what happened because no, i was th- very confusing i thought because I told and Danielle, what I told Danielle was wrong. What I thought had happened was that I had set my alarm at two thirty in the morning, and I'd lost that hour because I thought it was between Sunday and Monday. But you're saying that it was Sunday morning at two a.m. Yes, and, as it always I, is your entire life. <laughs> yeah, but I wasn't dealing with the world. I wasn't <laughs> okay. connected to those things. No, there was no. Uh, we all alert. agree that daylight saving time is stupid and should end. Right. But that doesn't mean that we haven't been living with it our whole lives. Well, so, so if, if, if I may, when, when there's a whole other section of in the 70s when I lived through when we didn't. Have OK, it. there's a there's a whole other thing that happened. And I learned that somebody had set an alarm for themselves for two thirty in the morning on the day that it was daylight savings. So I guess Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. And uh, there was no two thirty. So their alarm never even went off. That makes sense. Well, that that that's possible. That that doesn't affect this play. <laughs> I what, I honestly what? I don't know what happened at this point because there's no reason. Because I double checked because I thought, oh, maybe I did accidentally hit the 10 a.m. one, which would explain it. Mm-hmm. I looked, I looked you, at it. Do you have an analog phone? 
down? Is that what's happening? <laughs> <laughs> well, Matt Belknap brings up a great point, and it will be in the it, it, coming up here soon. So the next thing you do is you swear at us some more. <laughs> well. Yeah, and then I, I thought I was being funny. I made a little joke about how it was censoring him, and I said, thanks for cleaning up the language. And then he said, that's just my text to fucking speech to fucking text, motherfucker. That's fucking... T-. I thought we were making jokes at that point. So I, I put in I, way more way more I, yes. swears than were entirely I, necessary. I, I agree with that. When you went on your long thing, that I agree with. But I could also see Jimmy... Like getting this. Don't all at you once. dare throw the. Okay, thank you, thank you for like that. When you, okay. Because you, because you got a hundred of them. Sure, and You sure. weren't seeing it as it was happening. You just saw it after. I also know who's writing. Yeah. And to Elliot's admission, it, when he goes into panic mode, uh, he's in panic mode sure. and, and he's got blinders on. Uh, and and apparently, when you have blinders on, the word "sorry" is nowhere <laughs> near you. Yeah, that's that's in the peripheral. I made it. Yeah. Oh, oh, I fuck. Oh shit, my fault. Be there ASAP. Yeah. That. That's how we respond to this. I am, I am, I am viscerally reacting to because my day yesterday was so shitty. I know it to, is. to to be dressed down for not saying a, <laughs> I'm sorry I'm when it was implied. This. First of all, we, we canceled yesterday because we didn't want you coming in here yesterday. We, I actually would have been. Well, no, I would not have been fine. I think when I talked to him on the phone, by then he kind of had settled down and yeah, just yeah, yeah. accepted. I think, be, the, I think because you finally said to him, uh, you, "You don't have to come. In. You don't have to come in." I think that. Well, but we haven't gotten to the the main reason why you didn't come in, which has nothing to do with because because if, if nothing else had happened, I would have been here at maybe eleven twenty, maybe maybe even earlier. It would have been under one hundred percent, and I would have apologized when I got. And in. also, let me, no, be, let me you would have come in. Like, no, this is what we were bracing for. Yes, no, but that, that's history. not fair. That's not fair because recent history shows that I haven't been doing that because I've been. Making okay. an effort. All right, let me say this. To what you're saying, uh, so I received this scroll yeah. of uh, I, humor, I've just been told. <laughs> <laughs> Quick question. Elliot or Mark Twain? Oh, I gotta go Mark Twain. All right. Uh, Not enough swears for Really? Me. I still don't. <laughs> so he go. He does his thing, which yeah. I... I uh, yes, I, I, even reading it, I knew that part was attempted funny, but I also know <laughs> that he's... Uh, you know, uh, he's a he's a tea kettle, yes. and that fucking whistle's going. Yes, and uh, again, I mean, that's fair. For uh, I was stressed. You were stressed, sure, sure. And uh, your and your go to when you stress is to uh, be mean to your friends. <laughs> so, but I'll say this in in your defense, yeah. uh, and and my wife knows this. As I read all this, I I was like, why why is he mad at me? And when I say me, I mean us. Yeah. Yeah. Why is he mad at? We didn't do anything here. And so then when I came in, I said. Uh, Matt was sitting where Danielle is, and yeah. Garen's in his perch. And I, uh, uh, I was like, "Am I?" Re-? And then they both went, and I said, "Am I? Re- am I reading this right?" And they both went, "No." So Wait, like, so everybody you thought I was mad at you. Every, no, no, not mad. No. We just, were just, we, we were just sitting here tone. going, "When he oh. walks in this room, yes. he is going to be." on fire with rage and we're going to bear the brunt of it for yes. reasons we never have understood uh, and to i know what you're saying about recent history i 100 but yeah. the phone was giving us a, a precursor of what may <laughs> be happening I, I i i don't think that's fair i don't think that's fair i i was stressed out i agree that in the past when i'm stressed out i have reacted poorly and i have admitted and apologized to that at the time okay i don't do and that I'm not, by the way, i'm not let's be very clear I'm dressing you down for humor. Fair enough. But I want to be very clear. L- look, the listener doesn't understand that. I, that's, <laughs> that's why I said it. I think yeah, most I of them do. That's why I said it. <laughs> well, you're a listener. And, and Danielle, thank you for that. Your socks are in the mail. <laughs> 
big. What? They're too big. They're not for too me. big. By the way, I'm wearing mine today. Look at this. Nice. Oh, very nice. I'm wearing mine. Never have funny socks, and they fit nicely. Yeah. And uh, I got complimented on them today at the doctor's appointment. They're too big, huh? Too I tall. Think, I think if you get a if if you have a smaller foot, maybe uh, throw them in the dryer. You know, like get them wet. Heat them up. I have abnormally small feet. She can't yeah. wear these socks. I have socks. child size feet. Okay. <laughs> so it's no one's fault but right. Mother Nature. Yeah. Fair enough. Right. Don't mess with it. Yeah. Don't fool with it, damn it! Yeah, all we, right, so uh, yeah. now let's get to all right. So you're 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 running late, and, and let right. me just say that, like I I hear you, I agree, you've done some work, and I applaud you for it. And, and I thought that that the, the humorous <laughs> texts would have but, but, would have let you in on the fact that I was nobody nobody was laughing. But here's what, what I was gonna say is like uh, maybe recently it's you've been better, but we have ten years of experience, <laughs> and so like you know like two instances of you not being uh, a rageaholic doesn't really overcome the like 10 or nine and a half years of us dealing with it so like i think we're still in the mindset of like he might come in here like like a maniac and and that's going to be unpleasant for us to deal with well so, so i'm glad to hear that you weren't going to do that I, here's here's what i will say to you in your defense yeah if that is all that had happened yesterday yeah i think i would be right and you would be wrong but given what happened next right but but again as yeah, i think no, the opposite i, I, I think the opposite moment, I think I think the fact that you uh, so whatever happened after that, like you, a minor inconvenience somehow sets you off more than, than like a legitimate you know issue. That's true. You've yeah. had big problems before, and and you and, and you handle them like an adult. That, yeah, that's fair. It's, it is the minor inconveniences. But but this and was, just to get back to your text that uh, I, I, they were so unfunny. <laughs> I thought Mark Twain was tweeting me. <laughs> texting me. God damn it! Uh, all right, so he he wakes up late. Doesn't know how clocks work. Uh, I, I still don't know what freaking happened. Spring, I blame the Chinese. Spring forward. Wow. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I did not see it going that direction. All right. You know what? Uh, because they were the manufacturer of the phone. Yes. Exactly. It's also, as Matt said, maybe I already said it. Matt had a very funny response. This is a, this whole thread is a is an ad for the iPhone because because <laughs> no problems here on the iPhone side. So that text you did read as humor. I read that. Very funny. So, I, thought, okay, I, thought, I thought Andy Rooney wrote that one. Just, just, just setting the floor for what passes as funny yeah. in text and what yeah. doesn't. Just so we know. Uh, and again, look, it, I, I got he was trying to be funny. At the same time, I also knew he was legitimately pissed. Oh, there, there was there was yelling that happened not on the phone for my own benefit. Yes, sure. we all we all know that feeling. It's sure. a shitty feeling, and like you're you're angry, and and yes, sometimes you do. I didn't get a chance to take a shower. I had to brush my teeth, and that was the only thing I got to do. Didn't I? Had to forget how to say sorry. Like there were so many things you did. So anyway, yeah. you you then you're rushing out of the house. Yes, here we go. No, it's not gonna be a big deal. By your own, I'll get there when I can. And by the way. Just so you know, no big deal. Right. You yeah. get here when you can. We're friends, dude. Yeah, but it, it was one of those things. I mean, you can understand this where you, you I I set my alarm early for me because I wanted to get here early because I had some bullshit to take care right. of in the studio. Yeah. So to find out that not only was I not going to get here early, but I was actually going to be late. Yes, that did create some stress for me. But which, I hear what you're saying. Which, by the way, on the top 10 list of things that make you come in like a, a fucking maniac, <laughs> it's it's coming in late and having to do shit. Is the, yeah. That's the thing that seems to set yeah. you off. But but I did I did get the sense that that wasn't going to be a big problem. And I was, yeah. like, like I say, I obviously failed and I apologize. Oh, thank you. But I was trying to show that I was taking some humor in it. Dude, by... no need to apologize for fun. Totally unnecessary. Totally unnecessary. So what happened next? All right. So I'm. So I'm, It's. It, I think it was raining maybe a little bit. Was it raining? Maybe not. Anyway, no. I guess it wasn't. But uh, I go on the freeway to get to the studio. So you're on the ten. I'm on the ten. I then transition to the four hundred five. That a boy. And then uh, <laughs> all of a sudden my little thing goes off no. and I've got no uh, air pressure in one of my tires. I had hit a pothole. 
By the way, there's a whole story on. Uh, the, I got I got to watch it about six times while I was waiting for my car to be taken care of. Um, where potholes in Los Angeles because of the rain are this huge deal. They are, and they are atrocious at the yeah, moment. And right. I know others. Every city deals with this, but right. we generally don't because we didn't. We don't usually get this kind of rain. Mm-hmm. Well, it's it's so much rain, so many times in a row. They've got like apparently special like emergency pothole crews now or whatever. Wow. But they didn't. You can't see it because of the rain. Is that the problem? Well, you can't that, see that, the pothole. That's part of it. But I was on the freeway, so you can't really swerve to get away from it. And I was trying to go, so I wasn't like. Where's a pothole? Did you yell at the street like you yelled at us? <laughs> um, I didn't yell at the street, but I did yell at nobody who would let me off the goddamn freeway. Or nobody would let you. Uh... I'm signaling. It's very obvious that I have a flat tire right. to the people on the right that I'm trying to you know, merge toward. And they're just going. Yeah. So, so you got off. At, were you at the, at the Veterans Cemetery at this yeah, point? Yeah, I got off at uh, Wilshire, Wilshire Boulevard. Yeah. Boulevard. I couldn't get to the first one. I had to go to the second one. And so there's really nowhere to. I guess maybe I could have gone across the street. Yeah, I don't know. Could have parked in the street. No, I, could, I couldn't park in the street. But I might have been able. I don't know if there was a place in the VA where they would let me park. More than happy to have you. <laughs> Your dad's a veteran. Your dad's a veteran. Just tell him that. Also, tell him I was stolen valor. I don't know. <laughs> um, so, so I'm parked. I'm parked at the entrance to the Los Angeles National Cemetery. Okay. And there is a, a procession of somebody's funeral. Oh <laughs> shit! And so I'm like going. I can't. <laughs> I have to stay here because I look down the street and it's like six blocks to like the next intersection and I don't want to ruin my wheel on my car because I don't know how long it takes me to get another one of those. You're not worried about ruining their funeral. You're worried. (laughs) Well, I am worried about that. At the same time, I know you are. And then like there's one. So there were there were a couple gardeners who were working and I thought about asking them and I'm like, I'm remembering the sort of like TV production thing. Ask for um, uh, forgiveness, not permission. Right. And of course, I don't apologize. So we know yeah, that. it doesn't work. Uh, did you also not talk to the gardeners because there was a chance they were Chinese? <laughs> <laughs> so, so then there was a person who was in uniform, and I was going to go approach them, and then he stood in the middle of basically not any particular spot, and then just saluted. <gasps> what did he salute? What? He was he was just doing whatever his whatever his uh, routine is. Routi- uh, routine is yeah, his ritual. He was doing he was he was, and then I realized, oh no, he's in full dress. Okay. This is not a guy who I'm going to interrupt. He's part of this funeral. Oh, okay. So, so you're in a Top Gun Maverick scene. <laughs> yeah. There's like jets flying so, over. And there, 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 it wasn't like a huge funeral, but there were like a dozen people, which made me feel like a little bit worse because like if there's like a lot of cars and a lot of people, then I could have been like, and of course I got a bright blue car and all the cars that I saw were gray and black. Yeah. Um, it's a funeral, dude. <laughs> and there was one guy who was like in a bowler hat for some reason. And he kind of kept looking at me, and I was like, oh, "Is this guy the, like the organizer is going to tell me I have to move or whatever?" But nobody said anything to me. Mm-hmm. I had my I had my hazards on, so then I had to try to figure out, all right, what what am I going to do now? And I have AAA, that's all fine, but I think we're going to long story short this. Yeah, it was six hours before I got home. That is, but now, now here's what I'm going to say. The last time. That and and this car's jinx, by the way. Let, let, let's just address this. <laughs> you left your house one time, and you and I were both on the freeway. Remember this? We were both on the ten. We yeah. waved to each other. Yeah. And then the next thing I know is you were you disappeared, <laughs> and then you texted, "Oh shit, I got a flat tire." Uh, I don't know when I'm going to get there. Again, probably no apology. Um, <laughs> that was the that was the Mustang because I've only had oh two. was that the Mustang? Yeah, because I've only had because I replaced that tire. Oh, I apologize because that what, I had a spare for when the you called AAA. Oh, that you had the spare because when yes. you called them, that was fixed within seconds. No, because because so so this car's only had two flat tires. They were both potholes. The first time was when I hadn't had the car for very long, and I it was the middle of the night. I was supposed to go and catch up with Garen for trivia, but they'd already left. Right, and um, right. I don't know. 
<laughs> Why am I saying right? As if I remember that, that story. Yeah. So that time I didn't get home till six in the morning because it was two in the morning and no, but there's no tow trucks yeah. between two and six in the morning. It just doesn't happen. They're available 24 seven. It says right on the side no, of the truck. No, that's not really true. Right inside the truck. Yeah, it doesn't, that's not true. Yeah, I know. I, it's, it's ridiculous. <laughs> Here's one thing that surprised me. Yeah. Um, the wheels on, well, the wheels on the bus <laughs> go, go, around, go, around, around. go around, around. The wheels on the Fiat are yeah. so tiny. It's shocking that there isn't a spare. Because it wouldn't be, take it's up that much room. It's, it's because it's an EV. So they don't come with spares, but the gasoline cars, they do like the big trucks and they can put the little tire underneath. Yeah. But there's no oh, space. There's no in, place to put it. Because yeah. there's battery there. Right. So, and I've tried to figure out ways to have like some other kind of a spare thing and I haven't figured it out. But um, this is the only second time that this car has had a flat tire. And didn't you just get this car? I got it in 2019, at the end of 2019, beginning oh, of 2020. Oh, I you got a new car since the accident. No, no, no. I didn't end up getting a replacement oh, car. Oh, okay. I ended up taking, because I'm going to, I'm you saving the money, money for, for a future replacement car. Tesla? Also, You're going to get Tesla? That guy seems like a good guy. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, 19, Thank you, 1940s. <laughs> uh, so six hours to get it fixed. That's, yeah. Dude, that sucks. So it took, it took like an hour for the tow truck to come, and then... It was four and a half hours to, to get the tire replaced because here's the thing is that there's a lot of potholes and there were other people who had scheduled to have their cars mm-hmm. repaired. This is the closest place. They had the right size tire. I called ahead to make sure that they would. Mm-hmm. And they had two of them, which, by the way, I replaced two tires because it turns out that I had, because I probably because of the accident, the other tire was having some baldness problems. Um, probably Propecia would help. But or, yeah, um, or for hims dot com slash Deborah Not Funny. <laughs> there I think you we'll go. Help you out with that. There you go. Um, but uh, so I replaced both of them, but it took it took three and a half, four hours just to do that. So I did go over to the, the Century City Mall for like lunch and nice, shopping. Nice. What's, what's your Shake Shack? Uh, I ended up at a uh, at a um, shawarma shawarma sandwich. Mm, Peter. A lot of choices over there. Yeah, a lot of choices over there. Uh, I noticed that uh, Banana Republic wanted to sell me a sweater for three hundred dollars. I don't <laughs> know why that's that expensive. That seems high. Yeah, um, that was on discount by the way because it was it listed for four. Oh. They used to sell. Safari themed, <laughs> yeah, linen clothes. You remember the you remember the the catalogs they would send. It, they had a jeep coming inside. out the window. What? Remember the jeep that would come out the window <laughs> at some the Beverly those, Center. Some right? of the some of the stores would have a like a, a safari jeep like sticking out that. the window, like I a full size real jeep. jeep. Yeah, yeah the, I don't remember that. At the one all. in Boston had it too. It used to be. Yes, linens. Mid-range clothing. Well, uh-huh. here's the deal. To to uh, Danielle's point, when when Rachel Quaintance and I hosted uh, the movies at our house, yeah. you know, the first season or two, they had a uh, wardrobe woman. Uh, what do they call that? A wardrobe, a wardrobe person. A wardrobe person. They had that, and then they realized, uh, well, we're just paying her money to go to the store and buy them clothes. Uh, what if we just gave the hosts their the money mm-hmm. and then they could buy what they want yeah. because they're husband and wife and just let them wear what they want. But they, they don't have to be in costumes. Mm-hmm. And Rachel and I both discovered that if we went to Banana Republic with with all the money they gave us, we could buy clothes for seven years <laughs> because they were yeah. they were they were decently priced, nice yeah. looking clothes. Right. But that was season like three. By season six. We all of a sudden could not afford Banana Republic, even with this great budget, because yeah. they changed yeah, during they've, this they've time. They've changed several times. Yeah. That was a big one where it's it's very pricey now. It's they, they, very they, pricey. They got, I'm here when they got sweaters marked down from four to 300. <laughs> that was because uh, Gap bought them, right? And then they wanted to make yes. their three-tier thing. So you got your Old Navy, your Gap, and your Banana yeah, Republic. Yeah, but Gap has owned them for a long time, I believe. So they hadn't made the change. I don't think they—they they were Maybe. always more expensive than Gap, but not like this. yeah, not crazy. Now yeah. it's Bananas Republic. Oh <laughs> <laughs> boy, Danielle B. Kandig, the B stands for bananas. Yeah, B A N A N A S. 
It's kind of like how uh, when I was a kid, Abercrombie and Fitch sold like Swiss Army knives and remote control cars. Yes. And, really? and, yeah, and then they suddenly were selling like abs. Yeah, basically <laughs> shirtless men. Yeah, and cologne. It uh, they smell nice though. I, yeah. I, I, I'd like the smell of it. Somebody, when somebody has cologne on the right way, I like it. Not enough for me to ever do it because I don't want to be the guy going, is that a fucking guy wearing cologne? <laughs> All right, so you got your car back. Yeah. Everything works and, out. In, Everything's the, fine. in the meantime, just to round out the story, yeah. we were sitting here going, what do we do? Jimmy right. had to cancel our guest. Uh, who will be back another day? It's not not today's guest. Who, by the way, was here? Yeah. Oh, I know. So, I, I know. So I, I do want to say this. I, I will say. Oh, you're going to apologize to that person, but not us? Well, no, no. <laughs> well, no, no. He stopped before he said it. <laughs> <laughs> like, hold on. Oh, I almost lost my senses there. I did not mean to apologize. Go on, sir. All right. I failed to apologize in the text. I'm sorry. Accepted. I, I apologize for. Whatever I don't still know exactly what happened as far as why I was late, and it's actually now that I realize what exactly happened, I have no idea, and it's infuriating. But I apologize for that. It's gremlins. I, I I apologize that the guest was here, but here here's the thing that I think is actually more important. I am sorry that you guys feel the way you do because of how I have acted in the past. Uh, that you're that you're that you're anxious in a situation like this, and I want to say that the reason why I'm working on it is because I am sorry about that. That's okay. why I try to do better. Can at I tell that. you something? I'm not. I'm not. I'm, I'm. I'm literally tearing up. I mean that sincerely. That's the nicest thing. Thank you. You're welcome. That's very nice. That was very nice. Thank you, Danielle. Tell him thank you. <laughs> thank you. Um, uh, on, Karen. Uh, my eyes are dry. <laughs> <laughs> Talk oh, to Jennifer. Our friend Jennifer hasn't had a problem with we that. We keep that a secret. Yeah. Oh no, her friends don't know that. Yeah, <laughs> you're not a friend. No, I'm not. Uh, Elliot, the one last thing. Yes, sir. And then we will bring Danielle over to the table. Take a break. Bring Danielle over to the table. We and we, you know, we have mail, but we can do that with Danielle here. Um, the uh, the one thing that was confusing in your uh, anger texts, <laughs> you kept on saying you you have low data. Oh, because did, what, did you mean like bad signal? Bad signal. That's what I was trying to say. Because because when I called the the tire store, they could barely hear me. When I, I was trying to, I was trying to connect up Lyft because I hadn't used it on this new phone. Right. And for some reason, it didn't transfer over, transfer over the login. But they required that I look at my email to do it. Well, it, my email wasn't downloading for some reason. Oh. Mm. And so I was stuck there. And I couldn't download Uber because I'd have to download an app. And I didn't have a lot. Right. For whatever reason, maybe it's because it's a cemetery. I don't know. They don't have a lot of <laughs> so maybe there. Cemetery. Maybe just yeah. for the funeral, they shut off cell service. <laughs> yeah. Could be. Out of respect. Isn't there like a dead zone going between the valley and... It could also be that. There's oh, a little dead in the hills. There's, there's, there's really a dead zone at the cemetery. cemetery. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so that was. It also could have been a Dave Chappelle show nearby. I, I hear he says no phones. You have to put those in the oh, bag. Yeah, there you yeah. go. So, so that was making things more frustrating. The other thing, in retrospect, there, I, I didn't want to pull into that parking lot because of the funeral. There may have been a way where I could have pulled my car into somewhere, but I didn't. I was really reticent to drive my car around because I don't know how difficult. No, one hundred percent. Yeah, that wheel. you did the right thing. You did the right thing. And it was Sincerely. honestly, it once it, once we dealt with like telling the guests, sorry, we can't have to cancel. It was fine. Like Jimmy and I had went and had a nice lunch together. And a nice oh, lunch. Garen bailed on us. We, we barely, <laughs> doesn't actually enjoy our company. Garen so badly did not want to have lunch with us. He made up I, like literally like a child. My yeah. tummy hurts. I, yeah. I'm gonna go home. I literally, I literally went home. I took my dogs out. I sat in the bathroom for a very long time, and then I slept for four or five hours. Oh wow! Oh, my God. I, I thought I had. Co- I took went home. I took a COVID test. I was like, "There's something. I'm not right. Something's wrong." Mm-hmm. I guess I was just tired. That's He's just tired. Doing. He's fine. He's good to go. <laughs> I mean, there were two lines in the test. Do you think it was the? S- oh, the, that means that means, that means you, yeah. yeah. No, that means you don't have it. That means we're double sure you don't have it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say maybe you had PTSD from all of Elliot's texts. It's very possible. <laughs> it's very possible. 
Uh, all right. Well, listen. Good to have you here today, and I'm glad we could uh, we could have this time together. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, Spoken like a true robot. <laughs> we, uh, all right. Listen. Let's take a break. Danielle Canning is here. We've got mm. some mail to open. We've got Oliver's trivia question. I believe he had to write three of them. Uh, he, he wrote one that uh, I said. Uh, that we were going to use yesterday with our guest. Mm. And then when our guest had to, you know, we had to rearrange and our guest is not available today. And then I said, let's just, you know, let's have uh, the host of How to Survive with Daniel and Christine on. Uh, then I said, Oliver, did uh, does mom know this question? And he said, yeah. Oh. So he's got to write another one. And then he wrote another one. And the category was candies and treats. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, I said, I go, son. Just I go, I go, I go, it's a, you're doing this one a little too much. And he goes, you think so? And I go, yes, it's always snack time. It's always. Wasn't it literally last week? Last snack week was time? snack time. Yeah. And then he said, all right, fine. I'll write another. So, <laughs> so he's written. So we have two bent. Okay. Great. Which I, I look forward to the future treats. Yeah, one. we do have it. Uh, yeah, candies and uh, crumpets or whatever the shit he called. <laughs> uh, so now we got a new one. Uh, uh, so. Uh, By the way, try to figure out the definition of confectionery. I dare you. Oh boy. It's so f- hard. Why do you make us do that? <laughs> I'm not making you do it, but I watched that pro version of um, British Bake Off, but they're professionals, huh? and they kept using the word confectionery, not confection, confectionery, I believe. So. They were arguing with the team, like, this is not a confectionery. So I'm like, what the fuck is a confectionery? Because I thought it was candy. I thought it was British for candy. Mm-hmm. Would make sense. Oh, I thought it was like baked sweets. Right, but that's like a petty for is. So it, I still don't understand it. Yeah. I'm lost. If any British can, people can, can huh. clue me into what the actual dish well, that's is. Well, that's the other dessert thing. It, it might mean different yeah. things. It might be. It yeah. might have a different definition they don't there know what, than here. They I don't know what pudding is, yes. as an example. I, that's true. I think it's. Um, <laughs> Not even a British thing. It might be a chef thing. Okay. Like a patisserie. They might know it more than right. even rag British people. I saw the movie so, The Menu. Yeah. Is that how about I don't think they had. No confession. Did they even get to the dessert? Uh, Garen is looking it up. He, apparently, he's got a website that you didn't look at, Danielle. Uh, Confectionery is the art of making confections, which are food items that are rich in sugar and carbs. Exact definitions are difficult. See, this was the problem on the mm. show. In general, however, confectionery is divided into two broad and somewhat overlapping categories, bakers, confections, and sugar confections. Okay. So like candy and... Right. Bake, so that doesn't narrow sweets. it down at all. No. That's all sweets that aren't ice cream. So... <laughs> right. I mean... Yeah. Well, and why can't right. ice cream be a part of it? Because it's not... It's, it's, it's uh, carb-free. Carb I don't know. No. no it's it's they all have plenty carbs. of carbs. It's sweet. Assumption. It's full of sugar. Yeah, it's nothing but sugar. Sugar and spice. Maybe it is ice cream. Everything nice. Maybe ice cream is included. So wait, is a cookie a confectionery then? No. Yeah. No? No. no. I just been, I would have said yes, but Danielle tells us. I mean, no. why not? It's a baked good as well. Yeah, why is it no? I just that based that, on that description. Biscuit. Well, to them it is. Yeah. yeah. Well, but biscuits. Uh, it's a multi-layered thing. I think it has to involve more than just. A like an, what about an Oreo cookie then? Sure. That's, That's multi-layered. Yeah. The confectionery industry also includes specialized training schools and extensive historical records. Traditional confectionery goes back to ancient times and continue to be eaten throughout the Middle Ages into the modern era. That doesn't so, help he, us wh- at all. Whatever. <laughs> I'm on Danielle's side because this is... Well, see, but I, that think ex- I think we're all on Daniel's That side. explains yeah. why two professionals were arguing over whether something was a confection or right. not. Because all right, well, that's fair. I mean, yeah. if the pros are arguing about it, then you know, who are we? Who are we as comedians and, and Elliot to do this? Let's I, go back I, to the. I'm root. sorry. That's <laughs> 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 ba- wait. Baker's confectionery, also called flour conve- <laughs> confections, <laughs> include principally sweet pastries, cakes, and similarly baked goods. Why not uh, cookies? Baker's cookies? confectionery excludes everyday breads. 
and thus is a subset of products produced by a baker. Sugar confectionery includes candy, uh, also called sweets, short for sweet meats, which is sweet meats. Sweet is candy? Yeah. gross. Yeah. What? No. Candy nuts, chocolates, we- chewing gum, bubble gum, pestilage. Yeah, pestilage. And other confections that are made primarily of sugar. In some cases, chocolate confections, which is confections made of it's chocolate. It's an unfair description of the sweet meat. Jesus. Are tweeted as a separate category. As are sugar-free versions of sugar confections. Well, somebody just go, there's a joints fabric near here, right? Yeah. <laughs> somebody run over there and get a knitting needle and jam it in the fucking head. <laughs> yeah, it's like I want to go deeper. I, I especially, no, I, can't, but dude. I don't. We but can't. I, but like, it's going to drive me nuts about I, the sweet meat thing. You do that on your own time. Uh, as, as the gentleman whose name is on this program, no, I can't. We are done with this. I can't topic. take it for another second, but it's also going to eat me alive. This the whole sweet meat. No, no, you we can eat you alive. Then you're. <laughs> hey. Well, the good news is you'll have time after the show to do that. Okay. You get to go home on your own time. <laughs> do, do that privately. Uh, share it with your family. Okay. Because uh, I don't want to hear this song. This song. Well, I certainly <laughs> want to. Say, I don't want anybody to sing about it. No. Candyman. Uh, I do like the song Candyman. Who can take confections? Make it all confessions. <laughs> uh, we'll be back. Hey, Earnin is an app that gives you access to uh, your pay as you work up at $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. Why? Because life doesn't happen bi weekly. Why should your payday? Yeah. I mean, you've got a, a lot of stuff going on in your life, probably, like we all do. And uh, you just never know when an unexpected expense will come along. Like it could be. Uh, a vet bill if your if your doggy gets sick, or uh, you know maybe you have uh, tickets to an amazing concert you've uh, someone you've always wanted to see, and and you have a, a rare opportunity to buy those tickets. You just need to get them right when they come out. So now you can get the money you earn in your hands today with Earnin. Uh, Matt gave you a bunch of reasons why you would have to do it. Over three and a half million people are already uh, using this thing. They say things like this, Matt. When I think about earning, well, when I think about earning, I think about financial stability, security. It gives me a lot of peace of mind. Was well, that Casey Kasem or Johnny Carson? Or it was Casey. It was Casey Kasem and um, <laughs> Casey Carson. No, Carson's out. Okay, nothing to do with Carson. Right. It was Casey Kasem and the uh, the guy that used to do the Dodgers. Why am I? Oh, Vince Scully. It was Vince Scully. It was, yeah. it was a combination. Of, uh, it went Farmer John. When we talked about the Dodgers. Uh, so it was a combo of those two. Right. But I understand that it, it also had a little bit, a little bit. But Carson's over here. Uh, hey, download earning today. That is spelled E-A-R-N-I-N in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earnin app, type Never Not Funny under podcast when you sign up. That will help this show. Never Not Funny again under podcast, if you would, please. Subject to your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period max. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Earnin, get your money now. Hey, we've got a new sponsor, Greenlight. As your kids get older, some things about parenting get easier. I always like we have a sponsor that we've already used prior to them becoming a sponsor. And it just is, they call that serendipity. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then multiplicity is a, is a Michael Keaton movie that doesn't apply here. It doesn't apply at all. But you, as a Belknap family, you yes. guys use Greenlight Financial. We, we do use the Greenlight debit card. Zoe has the card. We have the app. Um, she makes money tutoring. Uh, it's like a little side hustle that she started during uh, lockdown. Is that a side hustle or her only hustle? Well, her main hustle is school. Mm. Uh, I don't know if it's, it's not a paying gig, but it's, it's what her focus right. should be, I, I guess. Um, but yeah, she... So she makes money and and because of, uh, you know, the way the world is like she gets paid through Venmo to to Elise's Venmo and then and then Elise can put that money into onto her Greenlight card and then she can use it 
when she wants to go uh, out to lunch with a friend. Get a or, cup of coffee? Sure. I hope she's not drinking. Well, she drinks latte, so I guess that's a coffee. But yeah. <laughs> no guessing. <laughs> I, I was. I just didn't I didn't like the idea that my daughter's drinking coffee. It seems, uh, seems dude, wrong. Dude, you and I are, seem to be the only parents that think it's weird for teens to be drinking <laughs> coffee. It seems like an adult beverage. But yeah. every teen, my son doesn't, but... Uh, you know, he keeps his temple clean. He gets a, you know, he gets a, you know, alcoholic beverage. Like, of course. Like, like his old you know, man. Whiskey on the rocks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now, listen, green lights are a great way. It's a great way to go here. The Belknaps love this thing. They don't stop talking about it. Off the air, Matt said, you know, one day, it's only a dream of mine to have Green Light Financial be a sponsor. And I said, well, today's your lucky day. Well, it does. It just makes it easy to get your kids, you know, in this in this modern age where a lot of places don't even take cash anymore. It just makes it easier for them to go yeah. out and buy things it also it's very useful in that it, it allows you to set things up like chores and then the, you can like auto pay when the chores are done or you can do that manually if you prefer if you if the chores aren't getting done you don't want it auto paying them so uh yeah there's a lot of cool features do like you that. give her a coffee break during those chores <laughs> well obviously she's gotta have her latte re- sure. recharge absolutely now green light is a debit card and money app made for families parents can send money to their kids uh and keep an eye on kids spending and saving uh, while kids and teens build money, confidence, and lifelong financial literacy skills. Millions of parents and kids are learning about money on Greenlight. It's not just the Belknaps. It's the easy, convenient way for parents to raise financially smart kids and families to navigate together. Now, here's the call to action, Matt. Okay, I'm listening. You don't have to do it. You're already in. I know, but I still want to hear what they say. Okay. Uh, sign up for Greenlight today and get your first month for free. When you go to greenlight.com slash pardo, that is greenlight.com slash pardo to try Greenlight for free, greenlight.com slash pardo. I, you know, I know it's around that website. It looks it looks easy peasy. Uh, and the, as I said, the Belknaps use this thing. Greenlight.com slash pardo to try Greenlight for free. Greenlight.com slash pardo. Greenlight. Raise smart money, kids. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the program, 3204. Danielle Canning is here. She's one of the hosts of How to Survive with Danielle and Christine. She's also been on this program before. I think you're probably uh, f- familiar if you've heard the show in the past. Yeah, you've heard Danielle. Welcome, we welcome her back in. Uh, uh, as we were coming back from break, uh, uh, apparently somebody dropped their barbells <laughs> upstairs. <laughs> that was weird. That was, uh, you know what? Let's uh, let them know we don't appreciate that kind of noise. Is there any uh, sound <laughs> buffering you could do yeah. on your floor? The way you guys are clomping around up there, it's really disrupting our, uh, us and our livelihood. Uh, Danielle and Christine have a great show. I love it. I listen every week. Thank you. I'm we a little just... behind, to be honest with you. Oh, how far behind are you? I'm trying to think. Jesse Gaskell? No. <laughs> Is that episode two? No. It was early on, though. It was that, early, that yeah. That was the joke. But she was just on our first Patreon episode. You guys now have a Patreon. Yes. Right. So the the cool. sh- we offer a few things. If the show runs fat, which we're letting it run fat now, we cut it down. And then the extras that we've cut out. Uh, they get the full episode at a certain level. They get the full episode. And then the next level, they get that plus um, an extra episode a month. So, oh, that's nice. So Jesse was on our extra episode for the month. Yes, she's the yes. one that brought this balloon. She is because she thought it was our one year anniversary <laughs> right. for l- absolutely no reason. But you guys revealed why on, on uh, the episode with Paul Gil Martin that the, the, the text read as if it was going to be an yeah, exciting Chris, big episode. Chris was a little. She said something about a red carpet. It's going to be a VI, wear your nice dress is going to be a VIP event. She was being yeah, silly. Right. She was be, right, but that was lost in the translation of text. Mm, yeah. So see how that happens for everybody. Yeah. And there. then you know what she said next? Sorry. <laughs> and and people were like, "What? Well, you don't know? Read a reason to apologize." 
medicine. Oh, <laughs> after, he, after he did his heartfelt thing, it's almost like you can't. I know. It's like <laughs> kicking him in the balls about that. Well, I'm just trying to remind him how to behave. Uh, right, when well, you're frazzled, you're frazzled. Yeah. Oh, I look. I, you're you're frazzled. It's just it's so, and you feel the pressure of everyone and yourself. It's just mm-hmm. too much. Mm-hmm. But uh, <laughs> as as I've said many a time, uh, look the the only hassle with this show is, and this is the truth, the only hassle is the guest. That's the, that's yeah. the only hassle. Like is contacting them. Right. If you were to say I'm running late, we we're all like, yeah, okay, sure. That happens. That's like even with the flat tire, life happens. You know, we, we, you, you got to deal with what you got to deal with, right? It's the guest, especially, where, yeah. Uh, you got to somehow because some luckily this guest is a friend mm. and very uh, uh, flexible and was very kind about it. Well, what, that's, what, that's nice to know. But there, it could have been like a guest where I don't even have their contact. Well, and that's to to be to be fair, and I we don't want to belabor this conversation any further than we need to, but. Um, I did say at one point, how do you want to handle this? Because I knew that, like, you might have to record. Because I didn't know who the guest was off the top of my head. You might have to record without me there, or I might have to talk Garen through recording some video or something. Oh. Because okay, well, it's nice to know that's on the table. Because we actually were like, well, we can't do that. It'll yell at us more. Well, it, it wouldn't be good video. <laughs> well, we also didn't have the the guest camera because that was right. the thing you had to. Yeah. Set up. Well, because well, I would have had you to put a, uh, his phone there. <laughs> I would have done it. Yeah. Right? Because uh, he has an iPhone. They're good. Yeah, they got nice cameras on it. <laughs> Real they nice actually cameras. work. It's interesting, Matt. You're not on screen right now for some reason. Oh, I'm not right. sure. Oh. Oh. The power that you wield. <laughs> the power of love. Joke's on you. I don't like my appearance. <laughs> oh. Oh. Join, join the fucking <laughs> So I'll get in that line. Not can all I, of us. Can I ask you a question? What's up? Have I seen this? So thin sweatshirt you're wearing before <laughs> this sweatshirt comes to us if i'm not mistaken from uh, our friend uh kennedy todd yeah and uh i leave it here at the studio for okay. when it gets a little chilly i i had a different sweatshirt on uh but it was it got a little damp from the rain uh. and i put this on uh although to that point I'm, i am covering up my focus shirt uh from dad pat uh dan padley yeah dan padley the, okay. the, uh, the guitarist band. yeah and uh, he's got a new album out that you can get uh, find on Bandcamp. cool the and, reason uh, yeah. i ask is because be, and this is no insult about the sweatshirt it's just because i i'm not used to seeing you in it mm-hmm. that it has the feel of like when in a romantic comedy or something someone is is gets poured on by the rain and has to then change and wear the the person who's their apartments at their clothes. Mm-hmm. It has that look like you yeah. just borrowed it. Well, but it is mine. Yeah, no, I get that now, <laughs> but it it has a feeling of like yeah, I just put this on and because it's 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 a very thin sweatshirt, <laughs> which is a good idea. It's a very nice. Uh, I like uh, it. Everything about this uh, jacket, I love. It's, it's a good uh, layer for L.A. spring when it's yeah. not. It's not cold enough for a full sweatshirt, but not warm. Yeah. I have never worn this in the elements. Well, I would. I, I like that weight for, for the for the sure. time of year that we're in, other than the rain, like when it's like kind of sixties, and you kind of want long sleeves, but you don't want like a like a yeah. warm right. sweatshirt. I think it's perfect for in here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good. One. Uh, by the way, speaking of very quickly, speaking of Dan Padley, Dan and uh, uh, and Matt uh, Berenson, I believe is the gentleman's name. Uh, the Jimmy Parker uh, Pardo Orchestra in Cedar Rapids. Yeah. I went into the, the Olympic Theater oh, yeah. in Cedar Rapids, a, a sold-out show, even in a blizzard. Whoa. Uh, most of Iowa got a blizzard. Somehow, miraculously, if you looked at a, at a map and you were looking at the, uh, the, the Doppler, mm-hmm. the horrible... Uh, blizzard that gave seven inches of snow just hours earlier in Des Moines, which we all in Cedar Rapids were bracing for. Uh, if you looked at the map, it was like, uh, nope. Went so north. Weird. and then And then kind of back down... 
Uh, like it did instead of going straight, it went. Eh, gonna, you know, gonna let Pardo do his show, then back down. <laughs> <laughs> um, crazy. So it's crazy. But sadly, some folks could not make it because they were stuck in a blizzard. Right. Oh. Uh, people in Cedar Rapids would be thinking, "What are you talking about? There's no blizzard." Yeah. Um, but luckily, still sold out. Uh, nice crowd. Uh, and so thank you to all that came out to Cedar Rapids. Uh, very, very kind of you to come out and support my nonsense. And uh, met a lot of nice people afterwards at, at, during the meet and greet. And um, good time. So thank Great. you. Thank you, everybody. The, uh, uh, the end is near on me traveling. So uh, mm. take advantage of it uh, as you can. Uh, cut, you know, cut the... 2027. The end is near. That sounded ominous. Yeah, maybe you're, you're taking after your idols and kiss and just continually saying you're on your last tour. It's yeah. going to be one of those. Uh, you know my theory on that. I've spoken, I believe, on this show. My theory, uh, you know, because Eddie Trunk is mad that people say they had a farewell tour and they're, they're still touring. Uh-huh. I think the theory is they thought, like their predecessors, when I'm 30, I'm done. Mm-hmm. Like, we're done. We, we did it. We did our albums and now we're going to retire. And then they go, I'm 32 years old. I got nothing else to do. Yeah. And then they go, well, let's let's regroup. And no, so, but this is at 70. This right, is no, no, 30. No, no, no. My point is this: they've been saying a farewell tour since 2000, 2000. But other bands like the Who did it in 1982. Oh. Mm-hmm. And so they, yes, I think in their hearts they went, we're retiring again, like their predecessors did. And then uh, they went, this is what we do. And I, I, I'm 35 years old. I have nothing else to do. Yeah. And so let's go back out. So I, I don't see their. I'm not mad at these bands. That say it's our farewell tour, uh, and then yeah. they get back together. Are you mad at them for their music output? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm no, not. you're happy with them. Okay, I'm happy with most of it, except for that Fritz and the Tantrums. I don't know what they Fritz and the Tantrums. I don't Fritz. By the way, to that point, Fritz Nothnagel opened for me in uh, uh, okay. in Cedar Rapids. Fritz and Danny Franks, they both did a great job. I want to give them credit as well. That's why Fritz was in the mind. Fritz and the Tantrums is the only one that I don't know what they've done. It was so weird. I heard Jimmy listening to this music, and I was like, is. I said to Oliver, I was like, is dad into techno now? I was like, what's happening? I was so confused. Uh, yeah. Oliver's my son. Uh, for those of <laughs> you who don't know. Yeah. Um, yes, I don't know, what they've, I don't know what they've done, but it is, they, they've decided that they don't want Jimmy Pardo to like them anymore. It's very strange. It's very, it's such a... Well, they're just stretching their artistic wings. Is it helping? Is, it, is Are they, have they become a bigger name because of it? No. No. Well, you gotta try. You gotta but try new things. Is it, is it kind of uh, akin to when YouTube made the pop uh, they did that album. I don't know. Was the yeah. album called Pop or was the tour called Pop? I always forget. But they, they did one album. the album called Pop? They made an album that was like a kind of a disco album and everyone they was did? mad. Yeah, yeah. In, in the early 90s. People hmm. were mad at him. Like after uh, Octung Baby, which right. people were mad about that one too. And then I think they kind of came around to it because it was like ultimately, I think, pretty good. I think they came around to it because it wasn't the next one. one <laughs> yeah, like, like, yeah, in retrospect, that's actually yeah. pretty good. Um, Just don't. What was the name of it? Was it called Pop? Or was Shake, Pop Rattle, and Hum? No, it's a live album. I think Zootopia, Zootopia. was the... Zootopia was the tour. Yeah, Pop is the album. Okay. Uh, it was a continuation of the band's 90s musical re- reinvention as incorporated alternative rock, techno, dance, and electronic influences oh. into their sound. I don't remember that. Would I know any songs from that album? There was one single. Discotech? Discotheca. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> well, you don't like him anyway. I That's don't. I, I, I like his politics, not his singing voice. Mm-hmm. There were six singles. Six singles. Really? Album. I, the other well, I didn't know that song. Yeah. Disco Tech, Staring at the Sun. Oh, yeah. Vaguely sounds familiar. That one's not that. See, that's the thing. That sounds like normal U2, so I it wasn't that crazy. I just be staring at the sun. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah. Uh, Last Night on Earth, mm-hmm. Please, If God Will Send His Angels, and Mofo. I don't remember most of those. Zuropa. Zuropa. Yeah, Zo- Zootopia was the Disney movie. <laughs> that's, that's <laughs> with, with, with the oh, sloth. my God. I was, I, I, yeah. Sorry. 
Uh, all right. Well, Daniel Canning is here. We solved the problem with you two. Uh, <laughs> I got a documentary coming out with Dave, Dave Letterman. Oh, is that right? Yeah, it's weird, right? Speaking of retiring. That's <laughs> weird. Come on, Letterman. <laughs> scram. <laughs> he's, he's, he's doing he's, more now. He's doing more now. Yeah. yeah so, again, same deal. He said I'm retiring yes. every way. And then he's at home going, nope, I'm yeah. a comedian. I need to, I need people to laugh at what I do. Yeah. And then he's he's back out there and he's, right. and he's everywhere. Right. Which is great. David Letterman's great. Yeah. Uh, but, before everyone goes nuts... Zeropa is an album. Zoo TV is the tour. Thank you, Garen. Yes. Is that common for the for the album to not be the same name as the tour? It seems like no, it I makes more it, sense. It was to, something they did. Yeah, yeah. It's not a. It's, I would. Yeah, it's confusing. I don't think it hurt him. No, I'm sure it didn't. Hurt. Yeah, usually the the tour is named after the most recent album. Yeah, that's what yeah, I thought. Sometimes this, not. Supporting the that. victory yeah. tour. Yeah, yeah, that would be. Oh a, boy. A did you just listen to that don't, episode? Don't get him started on this. <laughs> I didn't just, but I did listen to it, and I, I have a very distinct memory of someone coming into grade school with the, um, with the brochure, the the uh, program, yeah. program, with the program, Tour book. Yes, huh. and us oh, looking like yes, and cool. we all passed it around and looking, and I decided that Jackie Jackson was the one I had the crush on. I just decided, you know what I mean? Like you just go, okay, that's the one I think huh. is cute. Did so. you let them know? Did you write them a fan letter and let the Jacksons no, 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 know I that wasn't, you made your choice? <laughs> no, I never wrote fan letters. I'd like to see how they, the others felt about your decision. I think it was probably like because he was an underdog, and I probably thought that was cute or something. Do you think he's the underdog of all the Jacksons? Well, I, I mean, he didn't. He didn't go solo, did he? No, Jackie never he did. He kind of is. The, I mean, like, everyone else has something. Yeah. Like Jermaine and Michael, obviously, were, like, kind of separated. What does Tito have? Just his name. The, he's got the Tito, name. We know, we know who Tito, he is. Tito, yeah. Tito's Tito. And then, uh, is it Jackie is the oldest one? Jackie Jackson? No, r- r- not Randy. Uh, Randy. Oh, wait. Randy's also involved. Is there a Randy Jackson? I think. Of the Jackson Five? No. Oh, you there's said Jackson. There's the Randy. No, from, I think there also is a Randy. In the I think there is. I think that's why it's confusing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh God, who, are the, who are the five, Garen? Or the six, if I may? I believe there were six. It was confusing because first it was the Jackson five. Yeah, and that, then... Then they forced Jermaine into the mix. Yeah. It was right? Jermaine the wasn't, baby? Wasn't it Jermaine that... Or the oldest. Jackie, Tito, Jermaine, Marlon, and Michael. Were the, Marlon. Were the I think it was Marlon I decided was the crash. Now that I think oh, it wasn't Jackie. Yeah, it was no, Marlon. I think it was Marlon. Uh, Randy Jackson was a past member. Okay. Is he an oldest or youngest or what? He is... That's a good question. Because wasn't there one younger than Michael? I thought so. Well, J- Jan- Janet and, and Latoya are both younger. No, I meant... But, yeah, but the boy... I think there was, maybe was one boy yeah. younger. Jackie was born in 51. Happy birthday. Tito, 53. Mm-hmm. Jermaine, 54. So it sounds like Jackie's the oldest. Marlon, 57. And Randy... What about Michael? Oh, I didn't pick Michael's. What would Michael be? I was born in 66. I think he was would Michael be 60? Michael was born... 1959. 58. Okay. August 58. Mr. Randy... So he, he was younger than Jermaine, then. 61. So Randy's the young, is the youngest. Yeah, okay, you were right. Okay. What, what about Reby? Why are we excluding Reby from the conversation? <laughs> was that her mom? The mom? No, Reby. That was another she sister. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You not like a... That's a lot of kids, man. Uh, it wasn't a horrible song. Like, if she... Honestly... It was the way you just <laughs> created it. I am not a singer. She... It was one of those songs, like... It, her name helped get it to be a single, yeah. but if it was somebody else, it might have even been like she might have gone mm. further. Okay, I think her name hurt her. Yeah, also Centipede? wasn't as good as the rest of the family. Yeah, Ruby was thing. born in 1950. Yeah, she's the she's oldest. The, she's the oldest. Yeah, Ruby's the oldest. Okay, Riley, she's the. Uh, she should have gotten out ahead of that Jackson Five, and because then the father wouldn't allow it. Well, of course, but once they 
once they were big, it's like you got to be better than the best thing they've ever done, or else people are going to tell you to. Yeah. You got to be better than the worst thing they've ever done. You know what I mean? Like you, you, you just right. got to be. Well, guys, remember Janet like did one album and it was like nah, and it was only after like she did was it Control or Control whatever was the big one. Yeah, that was like the first okay. One was her in a I think in a swimming pool. Dreams. Dreams. Oh yeah, I like, remember. Like, there like, yeah, like, like I think she's coming out of the pool. There was. I think there was a like a Janet Jackson and then Dream Street and then she's like Dad I'm out of here and uh, then okay. control because huh. I think he was trying to control right thing not Joe Jackson so laid back <laughs> not Joe uh, that's the voice of Danielle Kennedy the host of How to Survive with Danielle and Christine which you can find uh, wherever you get your podcasts uh, they teach you how to survive things mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. they got an episode coming up How to Survive Living with an Asshole <laughs> so uh, they're going to just replay my episode it's going to be great um uh, but we do have uh, this. The man is here. The man is here. The man is here. This one first. 69. Up top, my brother. The man is here. Now here's the deal. We don't technically, we do, we don't not technically, we don't we don't generally do mail with the guest here. Yeah. But uh, Danielle, we, we talk about some guests are family, but Danielle is literally family. Mm-hmm. Literally. Literally. Uh, literally. 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 There's. What we is got, that? We got envelope just for an envelope. We got envelopes in an envelope. Oh my god. Uh, please read first. Thank you. Says this one. Okay. Uh, this comes to us, by the way, from uh, this uh, another area of the country. This comes to us. Uh, this came via airmail. Oh, oh wow. no, it's Royal Mail. This came. This no, I apologize. <gasps> Not for the country. This is international. Oh Ooh. boy, this is international. All right, please read this one first. You is ready? It's going to spark an international incident. It might. I hope the letter's in English. <laughs> I hope so. I certainly hope it's not in Chinese. Watch <laughs> Elliot go bananas. Guy's <laughs> already on a fucking uh, hair trigger. Uh, <laughs> Dare Jimmy, Matt, Garen, Elliot, and guest. And then there's an asterisk next to guest. I'm not 100% sure why. I saw the enclosed items and immediately thought of you guys, namely because of the irony that this band was inducted into one of the United... God damn it. Namely because of the irony that this band was inducted into one of the United Kingdom's most crumbling institutions before they were recognized by the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Short and sweet, but thank you for all the humor with an O-U-R. We thank you for that. Very very, uh, Uh, international. Comfort and joy you bring us on a weekly basis. Feel free to add the enclosed to your collection of office tat or to pass them on to a super fan as appropriate. All the best, Steve from Newcastle, England. Asterisk. A friend and I have a bet that uh, this will be rich summer upon day of opening. Spooky of true. Sorry, Aww. pal. That would have been crazy. That would have been great, but we do have the great Daniel Kennedy. And then he, uh, Sorry. Uh, that was all typed, by the way. Yeah. And then there is a, uh, a handwritten P.S. Garen sucks. <laughs> so, uh, so these came to us. Uh, this is from uh, uh, overseas. That's exciting. If someone only listened to How to Survive and then they just dropped into this episode, yeah. it would be like, why are they telling Garen he sucks? Like, that <laughs> That's no, true. He does so not confusing. have he doesn't oh. have that reputation on yeah. our show. But he right. should, because no. I, I, I listen. On our show, he's a squirrel. He's yeah. a garden, he's a garden squirrel. Right. Oh, oh, you know what? I want these. These are great. What is it? These are collectibles. Uh, the, uh, the Iron Maiden uh, stamps. Oh, geez. And they're legit stamps. That's Will I, you, I, they you were using honored. them? No, I will put them... Uh, Oh, uh, in my drawer. I, I apologize. I have to take this call. Let's take a quick Uh-oh. break. Thank you so much for your time. Hey, we're back. Uh, sorry about the, uh, the, the interruption. Uh, there was, a, of course, whenever a doctor calls, I tried to uh, take that call because it could be urgent. And then we 
would uh, they were confirming a time for tomorrow. So okay. uh, it's not so much as urgent as that it's an incredible pain in the ass to reach them if That's you don't true. answer the yes. phone when they call. Uh, to your point, uh, uh, they called me. This is Tuesday. Yeah. Uh, my thing is tomorrow. My procedure is tomorrow. Procedure is a strong word. Just whatever I'm getting done tomorrow. Um, they called on Friday, and uh, I called them back Friday and Monday. Oh. And they, you know, yeah. they, so it takes that long. Right. So I knew if I didn't connect with them here. Maybe pain in the took. Maybe daylight saving screw them up. <laughs> oh no, that wouldn't happen to anybody. That seems no. they probably anyway, have Chinese phone. Thank you to uh, what was his name? Sterling. Sterling Moss. <laughs> Is that even close? He's I, think, I think it was Steve. Steve. Steve from Newcastle. Newcastle, England. like the beer. Yeah. yeah, I would like if his last name was if his name was Steve Newcastle. That's I would a nice like that name. too. I would like that too. In the old days, it would be. Yeah. You just your last name is just wherever you're from, right? My last name is. How oh, is it? Königsberg. Mm. King town in uh, Prussia. Nice. I thank Steve for the stamps. <laughs> and you have no interest in your wife's lineage? No, I didn't care at all. <laughs> he I, just could not blow past it faster. I, I, we got a gift here. <laughs> it's, it's but here's the deal. I, uh, and and uh, hopefully, hopefully he will not hear this episode. Uh, friend of the show, Brendan Smith, mm-hmm. is the biggest Iron Maiden fan. Yeah. Like Steve said, uh, I'm, I'm going to give these to Brendan. Oh, oh wow. That's sweet. Because Brendan will, I, I appreciate them. Yes. He will really appreciate them. That's very nice. So, um, uh, so uh, hopefully he does not hear this episode and it'll be a surprise when he opens up his mail. Or just mail it before, do you have his address? Uh, no, that's going to be the weird part. Hey, can I get your address? <laughs> and then he's going to go, oh, a party? And then I go, dude, never. No one sends mm-hmm. real cards anymore anyway. Uh, Even for weddings, people do Evite. Yeah. Huh. I mean, that's, it saves a lot of money. It's smart. It saves True. money, saves trees. Yes. Come on in, Garen. Boo. That boy. Uh, so thank you to Steve Newcastle. Very I know nice. that's not his last name, but we thank him. Uh, let's go with it. Go uh, with it. This <laughs> is not mail, but since it was where I was reaching, we I mentioned this on the last, on the uh, Platinum episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, the 10th anniversary edition of uh, Sprezzatura is out and selling very well. Yeah. Selling nice. hot out of the box. And, uh, and here's why. Because uh, I know a lot of people already have it, but here's why uh, this baby is selling hot. Take a look at that yellow splattered vinyl. Oh, beautiful! That's really cool. Yeah, that cool. is that is beautiful. Take a look at that. Beautiful. I like vinyl. it with the red um, sticker in the middle. Yeah. It looks really cool. And then take a look. And then there's a, the AST logo right there. Yeah. That's a, wow. Yeah, it's beautiful. So uh, these are available, and you can get them signed or unsigned, depending on what you want. It's uh, your choice. I is it fair know. to say, Jimmy? Every one of them is unique. Every one of the, the splatter is different on each one. Ah. There's no question about mm-hmm. that. Uh, so, uh, uh, I don't know why someone wouldn't want it signed. Uh, I believe it right now the orders are 95 to five, mm. um, uh, signed, signed, signed yeah. which is great because that's exciting, but it's also going to give me carpal tunnel. I know. <laughs> I mean, maybe that 5% figures they're going to see you sometime in the near future. They're going to bring it with them and they're yeah. going to have and you, you can personalize it, it to, dig, them. to that point. Dig this. I'm in, yeah. uh, I'm in Cedar Rapids. As I mentioned, one young man, and I apologize. I forget the name. I met a lot of people, uh, he ordered my tour posters online, which I do sell at the shows. Yeah. But he ordered them online, um, and they're and he ordered them signed online. Mm-hmm. And then he said, uh, "Will you sign them again?" <laughs> oh. I said, "What do you? Mean? They're already signed." And he goes, "Right, but I'm going to have the rare double signed poster." Oh, like, okay, <laughs> fair enough. Weird. So I signed it again for the young man. Okay. That's Why not? So weird. Why not? Why I'm a, not? I'm a nice person. Yep. More than happy to do it. What, did, fo- what fo- did you write? Why am I doing this again? I, I, I wrote, move along. <laughs> <laughs> like I knew it was traced over the original signature. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know, that's the story. of. Do you remember You remember the Dukes of Hazard? Mm-hmm. Sure. The, the gentleman, uh, Sorrell Book, who played uh, Boss Hogg. Yeah. Uh, I waited in line to meet him at a car show in Chicago uh, <sighs> because I, I must meet celebrities at the, at the car shows. 
and I met him and John Schneider. Is that his name? John Schneider? Yep. Uh, uh, all right, so you meet John. So I, my dad, I, I'm, I'm sure I told the story on the show before. Yeah. My dad would only let me buy one photograph of these working actors <laughs> and uh but to me they were famous yeah well they were and famous they were. Uh, they were and so uh john schneider when i waited in line to meet him uh he signed the back of the sorrel book uh photo uh but uh his handler who is literally an inch from him says what's your name and i go oh, i'm jim and he wrote to jim and then passed the thing down and john schneider just signs his name and then you keep moving uh, John Schneider can't be bothered to write to whoever it is who waited right. in wow. line. So, but wait, can we back up one second? Yes. Are you telling me you were allowed to get one photo and you got <laughs> Boss, Boss Hogg and not John Schneider? I want to say it was a financial thing. That oh, I believe it was cheaper. Maybe the John Schneider was more expensive. Yeah, uh, that makes sense. That's my guess. Yeah. Was um, um, Miss What's-Her-Face there? Uh, no, but uh, very Daisy quickly. Duke? Okay. Uh, so Sorrel Book, his uh, photo came with the, uh, it, you know, it was a copy and the autograph was already there, all the best Sorrel book. And I said, hey, can you sign this? And he's like, I already signed it. I go, yeah, but that, that's a that's a mimeograph. I collect autographs. Can you please sign it? And I go, you know, like, can you write it by hand instead of this copy? Yeah. And he wrote, to Jim, Sorrel book, writ by hand. So, uh, <laughs> uh, so he signed a total of one that day. Uh, so he couldn't be bothered to even sign his name. Uh, and then John Schneider I've never heard of this. couldn't even do to Jim. <laughs> It's, it was a Xeroxed copy of his headshot? They were, it's, yeah, they were a, a weird, uh, like, they, they had a texture to them, like a marbly uh, texture to it, whatever paper they used. Okay. Hmm. Um, and it was art, like he signed one, and then they ran it through. And most people were getting their photograph taken with uh, with Boss Hog, oh. which makes sense. Makes yeah. more sense to do that back then. Autograph. The, you have to wait for them to develop the film. Sure. That's, uh, That's more exciting. Yeah, but it's kind of inconvenient. Just get the get the autograph. Move on. Uh, but Sorrel, but uh, I guess you can get both. Th- here, here's what I I, I I'm gonna even though I did what you just said, mm-hmm. I disagree because at the end of the day, who the fuck needs a Sorrel book autograph? Right. But if you have a photograph of you and Boss Hog, you can show your friends. That's kind of yeah. cool. Yeah, that's that's. Here's me and true. Boss Hog. Was he wearing the hat? He was the whole the whole <laughs> kit and caboodle. Wow. Wait, are you kidding? He wore the white suit and the and the. Oh hat. come on! Because. So, Again, no, no one would nobody know wants his autograph. You want to you want oh, a photograph of the guy. Oh, that poor guy. That he, makes me sad. He was a working actor. You don't want to show up. Trust me. <laughs> you don't want to show up in the costume of the thing. But this reminds me of. I'm sure I've told you this before, Jimmy. But um, one t- year we got to go to the uh, Rose Parade. Um, my dad. He wasn't in the Rose Parade, but for some reason we got like you know special tickets or VIP something. VIP yeah. seats. Mm-hmm. And Hervé Velasquez was there. And he was just handing out his autograph on like a like a business card, like pre-signed, <laughs> just just like not making eye contact, just handing them out to us. Wow, so weird. That is weird. I mean, he probably couldn't make eye contact, but um, <laughs> honey, what? He's tiny. He's a tiny man. He's tiny at the time. But you were tiny. You were a kid. Yeah, that's I, true. Yeah, that's true. Do you think you could wrestle him? <laughs> No. For the right price. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you for acknowledging that the, that you can be bought. I'm so sorry for Tur- Sorrel Book. Why are you sorry? He, he doesn't want to show up in his costume. He Apparently he did. He didn't want to. He just had to to make the bucks. He had to, yeah. And then, true. so were those the only two from the show there? No, Barbara, whatever her name uh, is? No, those were the two from that. And then there was uh, Robert Hedges and Lawrence Hilton Jacobs from Welcome ah. Back, Cotter. And, well, uh, hello. They, they signed nice autographs for me. And then a guy named William Blake, who played one of the, uh, he play, uh, Roddy McDowell played 
Caesar. No, Galen. Played Galen on the Planet of the Apes yeah. series. William Blake played his buddy. Well, that must have been very exciting Very for you. exciting. That's the one where in that book, there's a photo. I'm in the photograph of, of that guy. And then Planet of the Apes was so big that they went out and did uh, public right. appearances. And there's a line of kids waiting to meet him. And I'm one of the kids. Oh, my God. That's crazy. Yeah, in the park. It's really have cool. Have I ever seen this? Yeah, I showed it to you. Oh, that's Yeah, cute. it's really cool. Uh, I mean, it's just a coincidence, like a That's crazy coincidence. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's probably like the only photograph of that. Yeah. Right. Uh, and that was another one, by the way, where I asked for his autograph and he's like, do you want to, you want to, don't you want a photo? And we didn't bring a camera because we were at a car show. Yeah. Uh. And so, no, but in reality, yes, of course you want the photograph yeah. with the guy well, from Planet of the Apes. Now, were they? In- oh, they were in full. Oh, no. No. Uh, yeah. They were in full costume? Yeah. You don't want to meet William but Blake. <laughs> but it could have been anybody. It was William Blake. Okay. I don't, I'll go <laughs> to my right. grave, sir. I'm just saying it could have been and the then, guy who was working the popcorn stand. Yeah, put this fucking mask on. Yeah. Uh, I, I may or may not have told the story before, but William Blake, so he played Galen's buddy on the show, and he is the one that went out and did the, the personal appearances along with a, the woman that played the Zara version of the of the television show. Okay. Uh, years later, let's call it, uh, that, let's say that's late 70s, in uh, 2001, I'm mounting my one-man show, Attention Must Be Paid, and a straight jacket needed to be rented for the show. And there is a prop house in North Hollywood, and uh, the gentleman there is William, and he greets me. And I said, uh, he said, uh, here's my card, and it was William Blake. I go, oh, William Blake, that's interesting. A guy uh, was in Planet of the Apes, uh, the TV, and he looked. Oh. He goes, what, what? I go, yeah, there was a, I, there was a guy named William Blake that uh, played one of the, Galen's buddy, and I met him at a car, and he goes, that's me. Aww. I go, what? He goes, that was me. That's and he then, uh, I said, when I return this, I'm going to bring the book. So he signed the book, the picture of him in the book. He signed it. Like, that had him, like, that's first fantastic. of all, it made, he's just, a, at the end of the day, he's just a working actor yes. and now runs a prop shop. But it gave me a thrill, and it must have been, yeah. like, he must have gone home and go, you're never going to believe what happened at the store today. Yeah. The, yeah. So that. That's uh, like a Rachel Quainton sighting. <laughs> that's exciting yes no I mean how she gets recognized like yeah. she, right he didn't expect him to be recognized but, and by the way I recognized him and the, the guy name. the guy right. was in a, an ape head <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's crazy yeah. that's why he was reacting like how did you know like well right. you didn't know it was him but like how did you care enough to learn that guy's name I, I remembered it because it was at the same time Beretta was on and Robert Blake yeah. was the first fan letter I ever wrote and he wrote me back yeah. Um, and so when I said at school, I met William Blake, yeah. everybody assumed I meant Berletta. Oh. Yeah. So I remember the name for that reason. Right. Um, By the way, I didn't see you guys at Vitello's. We, we got together to, oh, to, 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 celebrate pour, to pour one out for Robert Blake. <laughs> um, Fire a couple shots into the, the room. I, yeah. I don't understand how he wasn't convicted. I, I don't know, either. I just, I, a jury I, uh, yeah. said no. I just thought there was ample and, evidence. And he admits to it. So, well, no, he didn't admit to after, it. I think after the fact. Doesn't he admit to it after the fact? Let's find out. I, I thought he admitted to it. I didn't. He also hired somebody to try to pay somebody $10,000 to do it. Yeah. There yeah, a, I didn't think he admitted to any of it, but. I don't, I don't remember. I just remember that it seemed like the evidence was insurmountable. Yeah, I was like, then I saw him get up from his from the booth and come back for his gun. <laughs> and then he went outside with his gun. And then oh. I heard a gun go off. And then I saw a dead woman in a car. I was like, okay. The right. gun went off while he was, uh, before he went back to the restaurant. Oh, because he, someone so, paid. So, no, the premise, the premise is he did it then. 
ditched that gun, came back in. Oh, it, the, they won't blame it on me because I'm in here getting my gotcha, gun. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. So, gotcha. hey, where's my, oh, I forgot my gun. And then went out. Oh, Holy was, fuck, you're never going to believe what I just saw. Oh, that was an alibi. Yes. Him getting the gun was an alibi. Yes. Okay, sorry, my memory is sketchy on that. But Yeah. Because yeah. he didn't do it. <laughs> right. <laughs> not my Beretta, not the guy no. that wrote me back, not the celebrity that wrote me back. Henry Winkler also wrote me back. Nice. So that was nice. The but I'm, to- I'm told that uh, from other uh, young people that wrote him that... Uh, uh, he got. He would just sign the same thing on the thing. Ha- uh, happy birthday, whenever it is. Can you dig it? Something along those lines. <laughs> oh, that's, uh, but it's so. He didn't write sit on it. No. Can he, you dig it? Sit on it is not a positive thing. I know, but can you dig it? It's not a. Fonzie. <laughs> Thumbs up. All right. Uh, Did he say sit on it? I don't remember. They all each said, they said it to each other at different it. times. Yeah. And at one time, I don't remember when Richie <laughs> said it to Fonzie. Was, Sit on it, Fonz. Whoa! That's a major fucking problem. The man. audience didn't know how to handle it. <laughs> Tom Bosley almost fucking lost his trash. <laughs> <laughs> the whole thing went crazy. Tom Bosley's <laughs> man. Uh, the whole thing went crazy. I think I remember um, Mary. Uh, oh my God. Ryan Ross. Yeah, but. Lillian? No. Oh, no, Lillian. Joni Chachi. No, Marion Ross. Uh, Marion. It was Marion. Wait, no, it wasn't. Yeah, it was. We're idiots. Marion said it to Tom Bosley. Oh, that's and right. That was like, whoa. <laughs> oh, sit on it, Howard. Yes. <laughs> yes. The yes. crowd went bananas. Damn right. The lady standing up for herself. What in the are 50s. you sitting on? Like, what is that? I think it's butt plugs. It has to be. That's what I, that's is this a recurring thing on the show lately? Yeah, we're talking about butt plugs. Well, because we finally have that sponsor we were looking for. (laughs) Go to sexyis.com. Get your never not funny butt plug. Yeah. And then we saw that Oscar winning movie and it was just uh, in her head all the time. What Oscar winning movie? Everything everywhere all at once. Were there butt plugs in that? I don't remember. (laughs) Oh, there so much was. There was? Yeah, there is. Well, I don't remember. I don't Oh, you blocked it out then. I saw it like a year ago. I, saw, I know. Movie a year I ago. saw it a year ago. I yeah. saw it like a week ago. You saw that with the risk of there being a Chinese? Oh, I remember them fighting oh, with dildos. Were they butt plugs? Yeah, but they there there was something that was shaped. It looked uh, like a that, that award oh, okay. that uh that she that she was winning. They were they all look like butt plugs. Okay. Yeah, Jamie Lee Curtis has had a like a, a play of the month or something yeah, award, yeah, yeah. and it was, oh, it was like one of those. Boy. Speaking of awards, now it, we, it's already it's already passe to talk about the Oscars, yeah. uh, and by the time people hear this, they certainly will have forgotten they existed. Mm-hmm. Uh, although the ratings were up for the second straight year, so mm-hmm. congratulations to the network, I guess. But uh, <laughs> people people like to put that on Facebook, like the ratings were up. What the fuck do you care? You live in Iowa. <laughs> I do you care. give a shit? I don't give a shit, and I can go to them. Also, they're up. I was there. I sat behind Tez. <laughs> oh, my God. Is Tez the woman with the crazy yeah, thing? Oh, they've, right. she's been identified? Yeah, she oh, wrote that white. Rihanna song. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Well, guess what? She's I selfish. Thames. Tem. No. Thames was one of the writers of that Rihanna Is it Tem? It's Thames? I think it's I Thames. I misspoke. Yeah. Well, sure it's not Bloodsicle or whatever. <laughs> that uh, Blood Pop. Blood Pop. <laughs> That's the most disgusting <laughs> name I've ever heard. Um, yeah. So okay, so she was. Yes. it was ridiculous. She needs to issue an apology. She honestly I mean, she does. Really needs to issue at a least statement. to the person behind her. But guess what? It couldn't. It couldn't have been just one person that she was blocking. Oh, it it had to be. No, it was yeah. like it, it was ginormous. It was ginormous. For people who didn't see it, there was a woman in the audience who apparently wrote or co-wrote the Rihanna song, who was wearing like a sort of a cowl. Like a big white cowl, which was mm-hmm. cool and should have been designed to fold down once you sit, because it was yeah. You enormous. walk you walk the carpet with that, and then you right. take that off and hand it exactly. someone. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It may not be Thames. Thames is a gentleman. Okay. Yeah, I thought so too. No, That's why I was confused. It's Tez. No. There's Tez and You're Thames. You're telling me? No, it's Thames. Thames slammed for Oscars outfit blocking. Oh, it is Thames. Either. My yeah. mistake. I'm, See, I, like, I'm getting I some bad intel here. Know who Thames was, but I assume Thames was a man because I'm a sexist. Uh, I think Thames I is a man. <laughs> 
No, so, that was Thames. He, the, oh, wait, Baron that's just a man? said it was Thames. Oh, is that a man? I, I, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> Thames is the woman. Who, okay. Well, who... Did she co-write with Blood Puss, whatever it's called? <laughs> what is it called? Blood Pop? Blood Pop. Is, is, that, is that a woman or a man? Well, that's man. not... That's, that's Thames? That's, according to this, this is Thames. Is there more than one Thames? TMS? No, this is TM, TMZ. Uh, <laughs> are, you, are you fucking with me? I was talking about the river in London. What the fuck are you the guys Thames, talking about? Yeah. Thames is the woman. It's who, TMS? TMS yeah. is Thames. So there's there's a TMZ who's a rapper, yeah. and there's a TMS who's a songwriter. this other woman. And then there's, Why she changed then then there's TMZ, which is a TV show. And a, that All right, she is yeah. a Nigerian singer. That's what uh, I'm being told uh, from uh, Wikipedia. Okay. Uh, so far, nothing on Wikipedia about her. She has oh, Thames explains the inspo behind her viral look. Well, I don't need her to explain it. <laughs> oh, wait. Thames terms her. Oh, Thames uh, terms her view blocking. God damn it. This fucking these pop up ads. I'm sick of this shit now. Oh my God. You really do love Andy pop. Rooney. <laughs> You're becoming him. Pop up ads was the fourth writer on that song. Hey, I can't. Uh, Aren't we done with pop up ads? <laughs> All right. So, <laughs> I ever notice how I, when you're going to a website, it just gives you ads. I can't read. I remember when phones didn't have ads on them. <laughs> I remember when phones had just buttons. I have, uh, haven't said this in a while, but I'm begging you all to shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> that hasn't been as long as you think. Yeah, it's been about yeah. 45 minutes. But I, I've done it in the past for humor. <laughs> we thought when you, we were covering for you trying to get yeah, rid of the ads. It is, yeah. uh, there's no way for it. Anyway, she apparently says oops. Yeah. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. Yeah, what did she say, Garen? Uh, Ted, Ted, Ted <laughs> terms her view blocking Oscar's dress in oops oh, and changed for the after party. Oh, did you? So, why would it matter then? Okay, who cares if you have it in the Because episode. that's uncomfortable to walk around in. Okay, that thing fine. Was, but you're not blocking anything. So, that was the, f- the extent of the quote? Yeah, just oops. Yeah, why can't you just. P- just p- that's what I said. It should have been designed that you could pull like it down. Or, yes. you, or when, they, when the, or you when the designer off. gives it to you, you go, you know what? I don't know if that's going to be great. If I'm not, Sitting unless I'm in the back row, this isn't a good thing. It's okay. really selfish. It's okay. just for red carpet. It's red, yeah, it's red carpet gear. Anyway, that's our Oscar coverage. There uh, we go. We've done it. Tune in next year for our thoughts on someone else's outfit. And uh, Thames with a Z is a rapper. Okay. <laughs> Look him up. Uh, the, Enjoy him. Uh, uh, I will, I'm going to say something. I said this in my house. And this is, people are going to think this is insane, but I'm going to say it. People know my hero is Johnny Carson. I believe Jimmy Kimmel is as good as Johnny Carson hosting those awards. He's really he is good. Really he's, good. He's great, yeah. He is. He is. If you still think like hey, he's the asshole from the Man Show, he's not. He has become a, a man. Yeah. And he <laughs> hosts these shows wonderfully, as yeah. Oliver yeah. put it, effortless. Effortless. Yeah. He's really good at it. Yeah. And yes. I'm only I, I compare him to uh, to Johnny Carson because Johnny Carson was also effortless. Mm-hmm. Whoopi was great. Ellen was great. Billy Crystal was great. But they certainly, they were not effortless. Well, Jimmy, Jimmy Kimmel Billy Crystal certainly wasn't. <laughs> you saw the effort you in saw, every movie. Yeah. You, saw every, you saw the script. He <laughs> uh, uh, still was great, by the Kimmel, way. Yeah. Jimmy Kimmel isn't, um, he, he's not a big personality. So he just lets the jokes do the work. And he does it beautifully. Mm-hmm. Whereas someone like, um, like Ellen DeGeneres, her personality is funny, right? So, mm-hmm. so. You're getting her. I don't, I don't know if I agree 100 with that. But I don't know that his personality. I think, personal- I think that personality delivers those nice jokes. That's what I just said. I, I don't. I just, yeah. He's not a strong personality. It's not like you. Uh, I know that writers wrote that. It doesn't. It does not taking anything away from it. He delivers them really, really well. But I'm saying it's not like even a 
you know, David Letterman, where David Letterman has a personality. Yeah. You're not following what I'm saying? I'm, I'm are, you, are you getting what I'm laying down? Uh, yeah, but I'm, I'm thinking about, uh, what about the comedian Sebastian? He doesn't have a person. What, what if he hosted? <laughs> I, I think, I agree with you. I think like what I would say is it's like his his persona doesn't get in the way of yes. the jokes or of the, right. the, the occasion. Which to me... Which makes is, him a great which host. Is what's I good agree. About him. No, yeah. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Like when you watch his his monologue on his show, there's more Jimmy Kimmel in that because oh, it's okay. it's more about like you, you understand his his point of view. His he's he's more political. It's more right. like uh, you know you know where he's coming from and who he is. At the Oscars, he's just a guy who is almost I think has taken on the the sort of role of speaking for the audience a little yes. bit. Like I'm reacting the way I think. A lot of people would react to the silliness of Hollywood. Yeah, yeah. But oh, how great was that joke, by the way? That was so funny. Which one? Uh, the, the Elvis and Tom Hanks and um, Austin Butler mm-hmm. typing letters to each other back and forth <laughs> yes. as in their characters on typewriters and mailing it to each other. <laughs> it's also silly, isn't it? Which just so, shows how silly, silly this, this all is. is. Yes. Yes. And, 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 and zero laugh. <laughs> yeah. Like maybe 12 people in the audience laughed. I thought it was, Austin Butler didn't seem to laugh, but. Uh, I don't think anybody, because everybody in the room is, it, they they're, do think, they don't think it's silly. I thought it was hysterical. They are not self-aware. It was, yeah. a, it, was a, it was a wonderful joke. All the jokes were great and he yeah. delivered them flawlessly. Yeah, there was, there was some bite to that stuff that i was like okay wow this is this is like you are it was it was a little i i don't this is because we we beat up on this guy a lot but it was it was a little bit ricky gervais ish in the sense that it was like he is going at them like he's going at the people in front of him uh while he is like he he somehow maintains a an amiable Mm -hmm. like sort of vibe with like a friendly like i'm i'm like i'm 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 part of this, but I'm also not part of it, and I can I can say some shit that's pretty fucking rough for the people in the room. You know what it was though? He didn't do it in that roast style, which yeah. I think helps too. Like when you go, you know, uh, right? You know, uh, Austin Butler is here, and then you're like, all right, what's the joke? Right? It wasn't that. He I thought, did it yeah, more... I thought it was sort of gentle, honestly, except for that joke. I thought most of it was. Sort I'm of, trying to remember some. There was of the a other Tom stuff. Hanks joke about yeah. the Celebrity Center or something. Oh, Tom, Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. Yeah. I'm sorry, that's what I meant, Tom Cruise. Which was, yeah, L. Ron Hubba Hubba. Hubba Hubba. <laughs> another nice joke. But I thought there was another joke at his... Maybe not. Um, I, I, just, I, I, thought he, I just thought he did a great job all yeah. across the board. And yeah. Oliver pointed out that there's a lot of uh, brouhaha over him talking to uh, Malala. <laughs> Uh, people are upset about yes, that. Yes. Which, uh, if you are, fuck off. Yeah. She, you know, it's it's Hollywood. It's produced. You dumb fucks. Right. Yeah. Jimmy had to explain this to me because I couldn't comprehend why anybody would be upset. Because you work on award shows, you know that like no one just accidentally gets spoken to in the right. audience. It's like, like it's, it's not a, it's not a like spontaneous di- Matt, thing. You don't. You're stupid. You don't understand what's happening here. This is a woman who has uh, been <laughs> shot, and she's dedicated her life to good causes. Right. And here's this comedian right. that comes over. And just ask her something her silly about somebody spitting on somebody else. That's yeah. a waste of her time. Right. And yeah. she's on the aisle at the Oscars. <laughs> right. You dumb fuck. How fucking sensitive. Like, how are we? do you think she got there? I don't want to sound like Adam Carolla, but how fucking sensitive have we gotten? Where the, that's that's well, offensive. Well, plus, I mean, anything that happens at the Oscars is a waste of somebody's time. Yes. Like yes. being at the Oscars. To, to, and that again, was her choice. What, she chose yeah, to yes, come to yeah. the Oscars, a, an empirical waste of everyone's time. Right. I mean, there so, people get paid to do it. And I'm not yeah. how, that. But. How about this? She was shot in the face. She can handle a little joke. <laughs> yeah. I think she's okay. Yeah. She She's resilient. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. she can speak for herself if she is upset. No I think, or she would have, you know, she would have said, you know, I'd rather not do that, but thank you. Right. I think that, people that, that, I think I I have to assume people perceived her response as a 
like a shutting down of I don't want to be part of this because she said I only talk about peace which is a great, re- which great is answer a great answer but it's like because it's not a comedic response people are like oh she didn't like being asked but that, that was now. probably See, I thought, scripted I thought it, too I thought it was a comedic response it I thought it was be. a great response yes it was right. a, yeah. I think here, again all credit to Jimmy Kimmel he looks like he's just like oh oh Malala yeah. I think that's he's so part of it. He's good at so that, ca- right, that yes. people don't understand it that's a good point I was know. more worried about that bear going by her I was, we thought she was going to get mauled oh, that was really enough. funny <laughs> I thought the bear thing was really Elizabeth funny Banks is very funny yeah. Missed opportunity of the night right, is what? for Matt Damon. Thank to you. To not be no, what did I say? Yes. How, what did I say? How do you not pull the bear head off and it's Matt Damon? <laughs> I said it's Matt Damon. I was yeah. waiting I for it. I couldn't believe it wasn't. I thought it would be. I didn't. I did, that's a great idea. I didn't think of that, but I did think somebody has to be under that, that I helmet. I was shocked that it wasn't him. Yeah. It, yeah it, uh, what if he was and they cut it for time? How great would it be? Take the hat off. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> so he's just crawling around on the ground. <laughs> Love it. Oh my God. Knock it off. Elizabeth Banks talking to it yeah it's really funny uh it was enjoyable enjoyable program yeah oliver pointed out it's insane that top gun had won more oscars than uh, banshees uh which was top three movies I of the know. year in my opinion it's just bizarre to me uh i also i love top gun i'm not i'm not shooting on top gun yeah. Uh, but Banshee what did it win? Sound, sound and just sound, just sound. Okay. No, but Banshees I, didn't win anything. Yeah, yeah. So like, I mean, that's what it should win, honestly. Like, yeah, yeah. He was the just sound making, is great yeah. in that movie. But it, 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 they threw that like the yeah. the one bone that, right. that they could always just throw. Banshees that. don't get they don't get any bones. They just the nominations are the bones for that movie. Apparently, the, the acting was flawless in that movie by all the all the women, all the men, everybody. Yeah. I, I'll say to you guys what I said to my family. Enough with the Irish people. There's so <laughs> many oh, Irish people. Yeah. Yeah. Just, there uh, were a lot of Irish over. people. Yeah. I actually got to meet um, Jesse. Oh, my God. Jesse Daniel. Plemons? No, the other one. Jesse Buckley, who starred with Jesse Plemons in the um, Kaufman movie because we had a... Uh, like a special award for Charlie Kaufman Let's this year at the WGA. Uh, you, oh, I'm you, sorry. You were a writer on the, yeah, uh, yeah. you've been for several years. Yeah. One of the writers for the WGA, the Writers Guild Awards. Award. Yes. You're the, no, the Writers the Guild, Guild Awards. Of America Awards. Were, there, I, knew, <laughs> right. I knew the agent something. I know the A's, You think it sounds for awards. Uh, and you were, uh, you wrote uh, part of the monologue and then yeah. also the uh, stuff that, the, so, so we yeah. know this. We, we're, yeah, the banter. Uh, the banter. Yeah. All, uh, scripted. Yeah, it's all scripted. And Oliver and I scripted. went, and it was wonderful. But you, you. I apologize. I was only setting up. You, you, you gave a special award to Charlie Kaufman. Yeah, so the WGA gave a special award to Charlie Kaufman and and Jesse Buckley, who um, I actually thought was fantastic. In um, I think we should. I think I might be leaving. What's it called? I only looked at the title twenty five times. The Charlie Kaufman movie. Um, I didn't like the movie, but I thought she was great. Adaptation. No, no, no. I love adaptation. Um, I'm considering ending things. I'm considering ending things. I think that's what it's called. I don't, I don't I'm think thinking was, of ending things. Did I see that? I'm thinking no. of ending things is correct. No, I, I watched it by myself. I've just been told I have not seen this. But movie. she was in that and she was also in a season of Fargo and she was fantastic. She was the nurse. Did you get a chance to tell her this? I did. Oh, that's nice. And she was very sweet because I had chatted a little bit with her. You you take the presenter and you go over the copy with them in the, um, in the uh, teleprompter and so I was, she was very sweet. And then I told her, I was like, you know, my son, I said, my 15 year old son and I are big fans. We loved, um, we loved you in Fargo. And she just, she was smiling, but she just kind of stared at me like almost where I was like questioning, did I get the wrong person or something? Cause <laughs> oh, no. it wasn't like a yeah. recognition. Do you right. think she was judging you for your 15 year old watching Fargo? Do you think there was any of that? That's what I thought I you were going to say. I think so. She's young. I don't think she would be judging me, but anyway, so, but it was cute cause she was very nervous 
to. Oh, which, so maybe she was so nervous she just like couldn't process. This was afterwards. Oh. I think I think it was oh, afterwards. She may have could still be been because uh, she 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 did miss. She made a, a not a faux pas, but she she misspoke. So, but it was you know what I I think uh, you know I think I'll speak for the audience. We all found it charming. It, yeah, we she found, was very. We endearing. found it that yeah. it was re- it was real. She's Irish, I guess is the point. That's why I yeah, brought it yeah. up. She's oh Irish. Uh, yeah. The awards were very fun. It was uh, Oliver and I went. We sat at a table. They sat for the very first time. They got to come to yeah, the awards. Yeah. Table fifty five. That lets you know how far back we were. Yeah. And um, sound wasn't great. Sound apparently. wasn't great back there. But we still uh, our friend of the show Oscar Nunez, hysterical. Did a great job for yeah. uh, Dana Gould, hysterical. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wrote both their pieces. Uh, Matt Walsh was there. He did a great job. Yep. Randall Park, like oh, yeah, we talked about this before. A right? lot yes, of the NNF. Was, Sam Samuel Sam Richardson. Sam Richardson. <laughs> yeah. Um, we realized after Jimmy told us like who was there that uh, that is our wheelhouse. Like celebrities big enough to be at the <laughs> yes, Writers Guild Award, right. but not big enough to be at Absolutely. the SAG Awards. Or, I want to tell you guys this, and, and this is uh, going to be a relief to some folks in the room. Uh, I did a mini podcastathon. Uh, <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. I said, hey, when you're done up there, just come over here for 10 minutes. <laughs> that's, a, that's a great idea, yeah. and I'm glad that you took care of it so that we don't have to do it. All right. Funny. I'm going to send Smile Train some money, and we're all set to go for, <laughs> cool, cool, cool. for, the, for the next one. Uh, if you have tickets, uh, hold on to them. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you all right, dude? Uh, probably wrong pipe the apology stuck I, in I, his throat there you go <laughs> <laughs> dun, dun, dun. it's coming up yeah. uh, but we had a nice time and I, I, I know we talked about it on the show yeah. last week yeah. uh, uh, but uh, my wife is here today and yeah. we're raving about it and, yeah I would uh, hope to write for another award show but we sort of recognized that it seemed that all the writers which makes sense but it seemed like all the writers on the Oscars were Kimmel Live writers. Yeah, they look to be uh, yeah. mostly his, yeah. uh, mostly his staff. Yeah, mm-hmm. which makes uh, sense. I mean, they know, know his voice. They know his voice. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and they're good writers. I know the the folks, the names I know up there mm-hmm. are all great writers. Uh, yeah, Jesse Joyce, who is just uh, writes so many of the roast jokes at the Comedy Central roast. Is that a male or female Jesse? It is a gentleman who you will never see without a hoodie under another jacket. Okay, <laughs> at, gotcha. Uh, it's almost as if he that's his Jay Leno denim on denim. Yeah, got it. <laughs> yeah. I like the joke. I can't. I'm gonna kind of mangle it, but I like the joke about like in the middle of the show is like where it's your last chance to bet on whether Robert Blake's gonna oh, be in the montage. That was really <laughs> funny. Uh, but speaking of which, by the way, they I know they miss some every year. They miss some heavy hitters it's this insane. year. It's insane. Paul yeah. Servino. Paul Servino. Cindy Williams from American Graffiti. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there was another huge. Another one. huge Leslie woman. Jordan. Leslie, Leslie Jordan. Jordan. Yes. But was Leslie Jordan in movies? That's what I, I, I'm not. I mean, I'm not offended by that was. if he wasn't a movie actor. Yeah, I don't know. Let me in the sex. But Cindy Williams, like somebody would have oh, love her in a like, No, she was but American But she was graffiti. also in the conversation. Yes, she and was. And she's a pivotal role in that. Yes. And she's really good. And Philip Baker Hall, who was in like every Paul Thomas Wait Anderson movie. Wait a second. Movie. He wasn't in. He wasn't in it. That was this year? I thought he died last year. And no. Hayes. And Hayes was the other one. Tom Sizemore. Did he not make the. Maybe he didn't make the cutoff. If he died before Sunday, he makes the cutoff. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they can edit. In my opinion, we talk about this every year. But But he was also a horrible person. Like, wasn't he physically? Wasn't he physically abusive to um, Heidi Uh, Fleiss and like beat her up and stuff? Oh Jesus! Yeah. I know he had a lot of problems, like drug problems. I mean, I'm not saying you can. And maybe that's why. Maybe they were just but like, maybe. yeah, this guy's too whatever. But Well, I mean, Robert Blake, we understand. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Even though I mean, but, he was great in Cold Blood. He's great in it. Yeah. Oh, and the, the um, Char, Char, what's how he's been? Charlie Dean from Triangle of Sadness, the lead lady, the, the influencer girl. Did you guys see Triangle uh-uh. of Sadness? No. The movie that was just nominated. 
Yeah, she passed away. She had some weird infection or something. Are you kidding? Yeah, she's like in her 20s. So her no! mo- her movie's nominated and they and don't put her That's crazy. That's insane. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's no. crazy. I mean, I know it gets, we say this every year, it gets harder and harder to do those things because there's just more people yeah. and more people are dying and right. like, it, it's like you can't do it all. It gets longer and longer and they still can't fit it all in there. Like, Lenny Kravitz is like running out of breath up there and trying to oh, keep going. But, and then they you send you to a website to see the rest of them. Oh, that was funny. And, so, and, so, uh, I'm sorry. Also, here's a link to buy Lenny Kravitz's glasses if you want to <laughs> get a pair of these and put them on your tiny little face. <laughs> Go ahead, Daniel. I'm sorry. I know just that someone on Twitter was like, imagine you're in the QR code of the people who died. <laughs> really? Like, it's just weird. Yeah. But yeah, they had a... Um, but all the songs were so freaking boring. Um, Except for the uh, one from Triple uh, yeah. R. But again, that, was cool. that dance was really dance what made winner, it. It's not yeah. like the song was so exciting, yeah. but the song was at least fun. I mean, those yeah, other right. songs were such a slog. Slogs. Oh, my <clears throat> God. It's a bummer when, you know, like like Top Gun was an opportunity, just like with the original Top Gun, to have like a couple of great pop songs. Yeah. And they just they tried and they just didn't. Oh, I, so I know boring. that One Republic song is, is a hit, I guess, but. I just feel like none of them really got it. Like it's, it's that's that's a really hard thing to do to like pick a song that like we know this will be a hit and everyone will love it and let's put it in the movie before anyone's heard it. Before. Yeah. And then like they tried and that that Lady Gaga song it just is like what so does this boring. have to do with Top Gun and it's not like doesn't it doesn't work on any level. No. It was the wrong fit. Like her. her her vibe doesn't fit Top Gun whatsoever. No, it's just it's kind of. I mean, I guess you could probably have, could have said that about Berlin or whoever did the. Was it Berlin? Berlin, or? take your breath away. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But it worked. It did work. That's the a great, great song. Great though. Terry Nunn. It's a great song. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean that plays into it certainly. It's probably the best thing about the movie. Of the first movie, first you know, movie. I'm not a fan. Well, the first movie's it's not so stupid. Great. That's why. That's why Top Gun Maverick is so good. Is because they took that first movie. That's like. It, it was good for its time but very flawed yeah. and they just improved every aspect of it to the point that it was like it's the same movie just better and that it kind of was satisfying to me and John yeah. Hamm what and, and John, John Hamm. Hamm and you got John Hamm so it's a, yeah it took that who wasn't there but the other guy was there yeah where was John <laughs> where was John I mean I guess if you don't have to be there it's not that much fun to go everyone it? says it's not really that fun to be there. I mean, I think yeah. that one would be fun but if you're not nominated maybe it's not so it's much probably, fun. I, I probably sat at an award show and had a good time it's Thank fun you. once or twice, right? Like uh, then I, after yeah. that. Has he like, already been to the Oscars? I don't know. Be, I think he's presented, hasn't he? I, at the uh, Oscars. Maybe. I feel like I remember him presenting at one point. At the Oscars, not the <laughs> Emmys. Right. Yes, I know he's pre- obviously he's presented at the Emmys. He's a major part of television. <laughs> yeah. See, it's hot in here, right? It's getting a little warm in here. Yeah. I don't. I'm all right. Oh, I'm feeling it's warm. Uh oh. That's okay. Uh oh. Uh oh. I don't know. <laughs> That's Danielle Canning. She's one of the hosts of Founders of Our Danielle and Christine. Uh, I'm listening to the Paul Gilmartin episode. Oh, you're not you're not far behind. No. You just have today's. Uh, which is, I believe, Michael Mike Glenn Schmidt. Schmidt yeah. Which, again, I think is the reason why we're going to get evicted. I'm, absolutely. 100%. <laughs> you two hens and your cackling laughs. Yep. And then Schmidt with his uh, rage. Also, do people on your show like to, like, pound down on the table? Because people do that a lot. I don't think it's ever happened. No, that... They, who, who for emphasis, well, Mike did it, <laughs> and then today's guest did it a little bit. Just really, not like a pound, but just kind of like a. It just makes a lot of noise. Do they think yeah. they're playing a piano? Your yes. guest sits there, right? Yes. Yeah. So we don't have. I mean, that something about that spot makes people want to hit. Yeah, the maybe. What would that be? But um, the globe. Yeah. yeah. So you're not far. You're not far. No, it's uh, not far. But uh, I'm listening. To, you know, Paul Martin. 
Uh, he's the host of the... Oh, my God. Are you going to make fun of his read again? Uh-huh. <laughs> Twice in one app. My name is Paul Gilmartin. Okay. Uh, pick it up, Snoozy. Come on, man. <laughs> That's how he talks. Yeah. He talks sort of slow like that. Yeah. Pick it up. Uh, <laughs> pick it up. I think you're you're you know him as a very funny comedian, and his show is is a serious show, and mm-hmm. yeah, it, it, you can't process him not I, being funny. I, what what I can process is he's a comedian. All right, but and him or Mark Twain, who do you pick? <laughs> oh, wait, that's oh, where pa- we started. Paul right? Martin. <laughs> Maybe Paul should go out on tour as uh, as Mark Twain. Oh my God! What did I miss? <laughs> yes, uh, something about Mark Twain. Uh, I, I, I Jimmy's loves ranting about Mark Twain not being funny. I was saying that Andy Rooney. They say because he, they say he's America's best or greatest humorist. Right? There's yeah. an award, and that's insane. Yeah. But um, have you read a lot of Mark Twain? I've read nothing but Mark Twain <laughs> that, that between the ages of fourteen and fourteen. Right, but like I don't think I don't think like Huck Finn is an example of his humor work. It's just a book he wrote. I've read his other stuff, and but what's it's the like f- essays and stuff? Yeah, right? he, he gave he, he, he spoke. He, he, he spoke. He, he said some clever. Speaking. He said some clever things. Yeah. That, and cleverness was so did Yogi Berra. <laughs> Who gives a fuck? Yeah, that guy's hilarious. <laughs> But there's no awards. Anyway, I was just saying, well, who did I say is going to be? Andy Rooney. You're mad at Andy Rooney. Yeah, but. but oh, you said Martin would be the Andy Rooney. No, but before, like earlier. Cranston was going to play. Oh, I was, I, yeah, I said. Who? Cran- Brian Cranston was oh, going to Cranston. Do, well, I do said Brian Cranston should go on tour as Mark Twain. It seems like every 20 years, like some random actor just <laughs> right. decides he's Mark Twain. And he feels like the right kind of guy to do it. Yeah. But then, yeah, we're, I don't know why we why Andy Rooney came up, but you were saying that Andy Rooney's funnier than Mark Twain. Oh, my God. And I just think that's... Yeah. Jimmy. I don't even have the... I don't have the data to back up my my opinion, I but don't I feel either. like I that can't possibly wrong. be true. Yeah. First, I'm older than all of you. Yeah. <laughs> I remember and, watching Andy Rooney all the time, and he was... Yeah. He's not... He doesn't... He's not even trying to be funny. Let me ask you guys some questions. Who, who in this room has gotten standing ovations for stand-up comedy? I have. <laughs> so if I'm going to compare <laughs> comedians... Guess I'm, who hasn't? I'm Andy gonna, Rooney. I'm going to fucking win. <laughs> He's great. I understand shipping. You have to expect to pay for the stamps or for the freight company. But what's this handling they always have? <laughs> How much does handling cost anyway? I don't want a lot of people handling something I'm going to buy before I get it. See? Wait, How much it, would it cost if I didn't handle it before you sent it, it to me? Are you yeah. literally reading something? Because yeah. like, that is a perfect example. Great stuff. Oh, my God. Solid. Yeah. Yeah. You're not going to see Twain doing that. No. Yeah. <laughs> Twain's going to yeah, go. Didn't have oh, shipping it was Pony Express. Like it was yeah. a similar joke. It was oh, just... time. Look at him painting a fence. Oh my Funny. God. Fence has nothing to do with it. <laughs> that fucking like, Huck all he does is It's not even about fence. whether who's right, who's wrong. It's just, just stop using Huck no. as an example. <laughs> That's the premise of the joke, you dumb fuck. I have a shirt underneath this, but I'm taking off my overshirt. Why I'm don't you warm. wait until we take a break? We'll do that. Okay. Yeah, we got to get this trivia Because we got to, uh, oh, yeah, we okay. got to take a second break. And we have another piece of mail I have to open. Oh my God. Uh, but let's, you know what? Now is the time for. Oh, All right, our son is heading home from school. The aforementioned Oliver from the song. Real latchkey kid, huh? Yep. <laughs> uh, now let's uh, let's take a look here. Uh, now looky here. Here's the, all right, espionage. Oh. Ooh. Espionage, that's a serious business, and I've had enough of this serious business. That's Wait. a lyric from Krista Berg. Are there three crossed off back there? There are two. Two crossed off. Okay. Is that correct? Who forgot? Well, I, I I really should be the one doing it because it's it's too much to ask the guest to. to it's all really this, not. All these foods. <laughs> it's really. Yeah, can you cross off the number after you choose? Um, do any of these look like they should be crossed off? Well, Garen can tell me who uh, who was who was her? No, not Todd Levin. He was a that was a platinum. Um, who was her? There, Justine. Oh yes, 
Dusty Marina. What yeah. what what was her pick? She bet twenty five. Okay. So okay. Yeah, she went that. all in. So cross that off. So what is okay. it? Espionage? Espionage. 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 Am I to understand that the points at the end of the season add up? Like if you if you bet twelve today and you won, twelve points would be added to your score. That's correct. Yeah. So for the guest it doesn't really matter. It matters because for the five dollars uh, Right, but it doesn't matter for the total score. We just realized that if we didn't put that restriction on the guests, they would just continually bet twenty five, which isn't that fun. Yeah. So okay. or zero. Like right. either way, yeah, it's yeah. not fun. Yeah. So we okay. kinda try to get them to play along with but I guess theoretically, if 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 a number of guests won, then we would add their bet up and maybe the guest would get the fifty. I don't know how we would give that out, but they, you know what it would do? It would roll over to next year. There you go. I like uh, that. The guest doesn't get anything. No, no, but we I, win money. But I like the idea that the <laughs> the, the guests as a as a group could. Well, beat they could. Us. I mean, Jeremy Herbal does keep track on the yeah, yeah. spreadsheet, so it's you know it's very possible. I mean, it's not going to. We book nothing but dummies. <laughs> hey. <laughs> You know, Including you. Know, you. You, know who you, are. you know who you are. All right, here's the question. I don't know where to go with that. Espionage. Everybody get bet? Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Everybody got their wager in, Garen? Yep. Uh, all right, here's the question. What well known spy agency wasn't officially acknowledged as existing by its government until 1994? What well known spy agency wasn't officially acknowledged as existing by its government until 1994? I made a big oh. stink about how I I don't think I crossed off my number last week either. I just changed my mind. Um, it says wager what oh, you got, shit. but aren't the lyrics wager what you want? Yeah, but now it's because we have to pick a number. It's what you got left. Oh, that's smart. Yeah. I just realized I didn't cross mine off last week, and guess what number I bet this week? The same one. The same one. So I have to just, I'll just bump it down one. Is that okay with everybody? Or up. Yep, either way. Well, up's not available either. Oh, then go <laughs> so down. I have to go down. All right, let's, all right. Let's take a break now. Up would I would rather have gone up because I, I feel confident in my answer. Uh, my brain, uh, my uh, my my pill riddled brain. Uh, I know the answer, but it won't give it to me. Hmm. Oh no! So I've written something else down that we'll all get a nice laugh out of. <laughs> Spoiler: We will not. I feel like this is one where like multiple people will get it right, or we will all be way off, and it'll just be like, yeah. oh, well, that's that was I wasn't yeah. even close. Uh, well, we'll find out. Oh, we still have to pay Oliver $5 each for the Oscar pool. Yeah, Oliver won the, uh, the Oscar pool in our house. How many did you get right? 15? Hmm. How'd you guys do at the house? I didn't even play. We just had a very busy weekend, so I didn't even get around to like doing the thing. But Elise did at her office. She missed winning by one. Aww. She got 19 right, I think. Oh, my God, that's a lot. Yeah, Jeez. or 18 or 19. Anyway, the crazy thing is the guy that won got all the same ones wrong as her he just got one one he picked uh top gun for sound and she picked um the all quiet on the western front so that's how i did too i picked all quiet yeah uh i i i would have had more but i i i i I went i went with tar and i knew it wasn't gonna win for best picture yeah and i I, like if i just would have gone like everything everything at once they're gonna win everything yeah like i would have had a lot more too but it's like you know what yeah, she she. It wasn't my favorite. I I, I get what's going to win, but I, I it wasn't my favorite movie. Well, you want to win money, or you want to be uh, you want to have your your feelings validated. Give my kid five bucks. <laughs> <laughs> I think I uh, give him a win. Like knowing zero about anything, I was like surprised that Elise picked Austin Butler instead of Brendan Fraser. But apparently, a lot of people thought Austin Butler. Oh, was going to win. Our household had Austin Butler. Yeah, since I, like I'm Not totally you. out of it with the like. He also was the, great. That's what I heard. I didn't see either film, so I don't even yeah, I know if either. I picked one of those. Who was the other people up for? 
Colin, Colin Farrell. Farrell who, I picked Colin Farrell. Who was also okay. great. I, I thought that was a really good performance. It just seemed like knowing nothing about anything, I was just like, you know, Hollywood loves this comeback narrative yeah, of, of yeah. Brendan Fraser. Just the movie was so controversial, I didn't think That's people would right, be... Right. Um, that actors would... Uh, they would turn against would it. Would vote for him. Well, yeah. I think... Because they felt that somebody else should be in the role. Exactly. Right, exactly. Right. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Uh, but right. they, they still chose to honor him. Yep. And I think he handled it very well. Oh, that was such a mess. Yeah, but good that for him. That was weird. I mean that in a positive way. Like he just was so overcome with emotion, he didn't know how to form a no, sentence. No, it was written though. All that, all those whale analogies were written. <laughs> he those didn't come up for the top of his head. By the way, speaking of which, and this happened at the Writers Guild Awards. I, I don't. If I ever won an award, I know that I my I I would I will never win an award for this reason. I will never say and thanks to Matt Belknap for being our lighthouse. <laughs> I mean, Jesus I would never. Christ. I will never say yeah. anything like that. What the fuck are you talking about? He's an and, actor. We have to thank so and so for being the the, uh, the 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 doc, the gentleman that throws the coal into the furnace. I mean, it was so overwrought. Yeah, that whole thing. I don't about blame like, him for they, being emotional. Not just it him. was the writing. They all yes. say it. Yeah, right. they all say some. And we would be foolish if we didn't acknowledge her. Uh, our life raft and an yeah. ocean I know. of, it of gives waves. Me, it gives me douche chills Shut every up. time. My northern sure. star. Yeah. yeah. Right. And they're like, kind of a they're a parody of themselves at right. this point. Yeah. Without them, we wouldn't have the glove box. What? <laughs> <laughs> that said, I did get very. I was very moved by Kiwi Kwan's speech and Jamie Lee Curtis's I speech. Agree with like, both I, of I, I I openly wept at Jamie Lee Curtis's speech. Really? I don't know why. It's something about her when she finally got around to her parents. It just hit me really hard. I, I something yeah. about like. Yeah, that whole thing just. Uh, Our friend, who's never been on this program, but uh, not for a lack of trying, her schedule has always been endless. Morgan Murphy, mm-hmm. who I've known since she was an intern at Comedy World Radio right. when I was on the Paul Gamartin show back when he knew how to be funny. <laughs> um, uh, Morgan was our intern. Like she, I was, didn't remember she was that. Just a, we, I, I, I think I called her Young Morgan or something. Like we gave her wow. like a nickname. Yeah. Um, and a very cl- clever one, Young Morgan. <laughs> well done. Um, thank you. Nailed it again, boss. Do you know who wouldn't have called her Young Morgan? Mark Twain. Mark Twain. Mark Twain. <laughs> uh, so I've known her since she was literally a child. Yeah. Uh, she tweeted out that she had a meeting with Christopher Guest once and was very, very nervous. This is a, She tweeted this out. I'm not speaking uh-huh. to school. And that she was waiting to meet with him and she felt like... I, I, she was overwhelmed. She didn't know like why she's even meeting with him. Like mm-hmm. why you know what, about so on and so forth. And Jamie Lee Curtis walked past, noticed her, saw that she was somewhat nervous, sat down and calmed her down. Oh, oh that's wow. so sweet. Come on. Wow. Yeah. Right. Well, because that, he seems like a humorless prick. He sure does. <laughs> I mean, Jesus but Christ. She went out of her way to warn That's Morgan. Nice. Guess what's about to happen? You, you, you know, I'm married to this. Fucking... I mean, he didn't. Did he crack a smile for her winning an Academy Award? Barely. I think he barely did. Yeah. I mean, that's just his demeanor. I'm not saying he actually is a jerk, but his demeanor is very stoic. Yes. Yes, it is. Yes. I had a, a, a friend of ours from school. Uh, works at Children's Hospital Los Angeles and Jamie Lee Curtis works with mm. them a lot and um, she just like a week or two ago like Jamie Lee Curtis came in to for some reason and that ended up our friend ended up talking to her for an hour wow. and she was wow. like she was like she was like I couldn't believe it. she's really smart and she's like really involved in in the charity and and like uh, she was just like and, but also just a human being and I was like that's I mean that that just made me like her. Yeah, and, and that's nice. I've always liked her. Also, in Christmas. fairness, she probably stayed there for an hour because she doesn't want to go home to that fucking sad <laughs> yeah. stack of a husband of hers. <laughs> this guy, rather... by the way, who made some of the greatest comedy movies right. of all time. Right. But boy, does he seem humorless. No, it, it's more fun to be around dying children than that yes. guy. <laughs> I hate when that happens. 
<laughs> Wait, what was his, what was that catchphrase? Yeah. What do I hate when that happens? I think yeah, it was the Billy Crystal and him. Willie and his character's name. Right. <laughs> we talked yeah, we talked about that last week. Uh we'll be back. Hey gang, Matt here with some dates for you. Danielle Koenig is on Instagram, Twitter, whatever, uh, at Danielle B. Koenig. She's also on, on the great podcast, How to Survive with Danielle and Christine. I'm sure you've heard it already. If you haven't, please do that. Please subscribe. Uh, great show, fun show. You guys know we talk about it all the time. You know it's great. So check it out if you haven't. Subscribe. Leave a comment. Leave a review on iTunes or whatever they call it now, Apple Podcasts. Anyway, uh, Jimmy Pardo is going to be in the Yoohoo Room at Flappers in Burbank March 18th. He's in the virtual Flappers Zoom Room on March 24th. And then Never Not Funny is live in the Yoohoo Room. Again, Burbank Flappers on April 11th. Go to flapperscomedy.com for all those dates and needs and links to tickets. Or just go to jimmypardo.com, click his tour link, and enjoy. Matt Belknap, I had a delicious... I want to say it was a jalapeno chicken breast from mm. Factor the other day. Yeah. Could have been the jalapeno chicken bowl. I forget what it was exactly. Yeah. Jalapenos were involved. Great. As was chicken. <laughs> I mean, those are two uh, great ingredients. And uh, as always, here's the deal with Factor. You take it out of the refrigerator. You you, you puncture it with the fork. Yep. It says do it a couple times. I do it no less than 300 times. <laughs> um, and then I, I, you know, probably five times I do it. Uh, I then put it in the microwave. Two minutes, your, your microwave time may vary. They tell you that. That's true. Uh, then boom. And then I plate it, and I'm ready to go with a delicious meal. Yeah, and it looks, it, looks, it looks as good as it tastes, and it tastes amazing. I mean, I've never had a miss with them. All of the meals I've gotten from Factor have been delicious, and I can't wait. I, mean, I think I might have one tonight. What are you going to have? Uh, I can't remember what I have. There might be a the, the shredded chicken taco uh, thingamajig, oh, which is great. That is in my top three from them. And then I forget what the other one I have to choose from, but... Uh, but I'm, I mean, shredded chicken, that's its one of the best ones. It is. A, listen, they've got 35 different meals, more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week. You'll always uh, have new flavors to explore. Uh, crush your wellness goals this uh, this month uh, with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Mm-hmm. They've also got breakfast. They've got desserts. They've got smoothies. They've got those uh, those wellness shots. Yeah. they got a lot of stuff over at Factor. And here's how you could take advantage of uh, of them. Take advantage of Factor. <laughs> Head to factormeals.com slash Pardo50 and use code Pardo50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That is code Pardo50 at factormeals.com slash Pardo50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Belknap loves it. I love it. There's no reason why you won't love it. Factor. Eat like a king. Now, this is exciting. Uh, uh, Our website that we, uh, nevernotfunny.com, if you are a platinum subscriber, you get the opportunity to get some perks from us. Yes. And in order to ship that out, we have opened a Shopify account. Yes. And you tell me, Matt, that this was easy peasy to do. Yeah, I was just in there the other day because it turns out, you know, we had to set the inventory levels a certain way so that uh, the, so it functions the way we want it to function. We're we're using it in a weird way that probably most people don't use it because we're not actually selling things on Shopify. We're just using it to collect the shipping data we need from our subscribers to then pass it on to the vendor. That's how versatile Shopify is. You can do a lot of cool stuff with it and it's so easy to use and it's just been a godsend, honestly, just in terms of uh, making our lives easier and getting Chad down at, uh, I'll say it, Pixel Print. Uh, he's making our t-shirts and uh they're sending them out to the he's sending them out to the to the right now i think he's printing them and sending them out right to now not tomorrow Oop, Chad. <laughs> but yeah uh, we appreciate uh shopify for making uh, the the workflow so much easier 
Uh, listen, Shopify is offering Never Not Funny listeners a great deal right now. Uh, sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash pardo. That's all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash pardo now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Right? You could be like us, using it uh, uniquely. You could uh, be uh, selling uh, some jewelry that you make at home. Scented candles. Scented candles. Uh, sorted soaps. <laughs> sorted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess. Oh, you got to sort them. Yeah, don't just willy-nilly ship them. I like them alphabetical in my, in my soaps. Oh, that's a good way to do it. Dove comes in fourth. Yeah. Shopify.com slash Pardo. Shopify.com slash Pardo. Shopify. Cha-ching. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the program. Danielle Koenig is here. She's, of course, on the podcast. I was drive with Danielle and Christine, which uh, I enjoy very, very much. Uh, even though my Thank wife is you. the host, I still enjoy. It. I mean, I mean, <laughs> even though, even what? though that I mean, sounded that didn't come out. It the didn't way come you out the way I wanted it. to. Yeah. I, I, uh, while it is my wife, yeah, and I would go, oh, it's great because you know, uh, despite the fact that even it's if my you wife, didn't know this woman, I would love the show. You would still be a fan. These two ladies are terrific together. I agree. Thank you, for, you. But you know my opinion. The production. <laughs> <laughs> You know, you might get away with that on that girl show that you do, <laughs> but that ain't going to fly on this, my man. That's true. I do suck. Uh, Garen does suck. And you know what? He sucks on that show, too. Mm. Uh, he does a great job. And, uh, Thank you. Uh, I look, he does. I look forward to it. Uh, I'm a week behind. I got, somehow I got a week behind, and it's no. driving me nuts. I don't like being a week behind. I'll tell you what. Can I tell you why? And then we got to move on. Uh, it's fantasy baseball draft season, so I'm listening to fantasy baseball radio. Mm-hmm. This is the only little window that's worth listening to that station. Yeah. Um, and so I'm behind on my podcasts because I'm listening to that so I could come in a solid fourth place. <laughs> uh, as a reminder, I won last year. I won the uh, my longtime league. You did. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I came in like, third in the Never Not Funny League. Uh, so I did okay last year. Yeah. Uh, More. The mail is still here. More mail. Very, More mail. Very, and, and by the way, I, I my gut says wait until the next show to do this. but No, we uh, already put this off. I already put it off. Uh, this says uh, all y'all. Uh, and it says thanks a ton uh hey guys i'm forever grateful for the continued trust in me enjoy the tease mario Nice. So, Can I uh, just comment that n- there appear, appear, appears to be a whale? There's a whale. Yeah. This is so from we the might want to send that to Brendan. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, don't, I don't want to upset him anymore than he already said. Yeah. <laughs> to your point, Matt, we kept kicking this uh, kicking this back. This was dated uh, November 3rd, 2021. <laughs> so we, oh, uh, looking forward to what oh shirts these are. Uh, these are the... Uh, uh, go ahead and open that. Save us some time. And then, uh, Who is this from? Mario. This is from Mario. Yeah. Mario, sorry. And uh, it's it's the new design. Matt, hold that up. Show show everybody the new yeah, design. Yeah. And then there's some other fun ones in here too. Oh, look at this. Ooh, nice. I like that. Ooh. That's fun. Oh, that's cool. It's a compass. No, it's the back of a dartboard. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> It's a baseball diamond. I, I just Dark saw board. Nor. I saw N. <laughs> Wait, I, I didn't even know about this. Yeah, I didn't either. Here's that one for you, Gary. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Gay, Gay shit. shit. That is amazing. Wait, there you go. when did you? I know you said that, but what Come was in, the context? It, I was just doing lot, some actually. gay shit. <laughs> Yeah, it's we we're talking gay shit, like drag race or whatever, that kind of that stuff. That is the best but shirt ever. It's lot logo, like my yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's a great yeah. shirt, yeah. And then we got uh, more of these, so we'll, we'll pass these out. These are for sale now, and if you use promo code PARDO, as you know, if uh, Lemon Ice Designs, you buy two shirts, you get Never Enough on your uh, Jimmy Pardo shirt for free. Uh, it's got a bunch of our different uh, various uh, That's cute. things that we say. Phrases and Hard pass. Yeah. Hide we'll, tight. We'll, uh, we'll go over that another time. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but these uh, the shirts are for sale, and uh, I'm thrilled to have mine. I love my dartboard uh, shirt that I have. And I'm going to love it even more with uh, my name on it. 
Oh, you have another one without your name on it? I have the one that's just the back. Because Matt and I both love it. It's just the back of the actual dartboard. Yeah. Oh, okay. And he made a Never Not Funny like, version. your baby that. right there. Is that a medium? It's a small. Yeah, no. Sorry. Sorry to say that. I'm going to fly these. All right. Here's a medium. Uh, <laughs> Wait, this is, this seems like a ladies' medium. That, uh, this, ooh, ooh, ooh. This looks like an Oliver shirt. Yeah. That's for Oliver. That's not for Jimmy Pardo anymore. All right. Well, then this is a large. I thought this was for me, but. The large is for you. Oh. There's, oh, I'm excited. I should be an extra large, I believe. I, again, guys, we'll we'll sort this all out okay. off the air. Yes, I, I mean, you know, extra large. Got to get one of those right now. Uh, we're going to do it off the air. Okay. <laughs> uh, Garen, the question is this: uh, but we're talking espionage, and uh, the, the, here's your question uh, again. Uh, there it is. Uh, what well-known spy agency wasn't officially acknowledged as existing by its government by its government until 1994? Garen, what do you got? I think it's Mossad. Ooh. Okay. Uh, Garen yes, says Mossad. Really. That's, that's Elliot, definitely legit. I'm going with MI6. MI6. Hmm. That's the sixth installment of Mission Impossible. And, uh, <laughs> so that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, Matt. I said the KGB. All right. By the way, when I said earlier, I can't think of... Uh, Remember I said I know the answer and I can't think of it. It's KG. That's what KGB, I. I could not put KGB in my head. Well, the thing in the, the thing in the back of my head was FTB, which I believe is after the after the wall came down. I got a new one. Mine's BFT. <laughs> <laughs> FTB is the Federal Trade Bureau, isn't it? Yeah, but in I, I think I, they're florists. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel Kading for the win. Don't answer <laughs> serious. They were moving on. FTW. KGB. The, also, you KGB. also said KGB. Yes. Ah. Yeah, I thought it was KGB. Uh, so, I, because my brain wouldn't give me KGB, I went with the great Get Smart uh, Chaos. <laughs> <laughs> chaos. The little plastic. Well, sure, no one knew about that plastic yeah. shell. Yeah, that's absolutely yeah. true. Uh, but I, my, I, I'm mad that my brain wouldn't give it to me because I, I will bet, I will bet an extra thousand dollars it's KGB. Feels like early '90s. You know the you know, Soviet Union Let's collapsed. Find out together. Yeah. In a few years. Early. We have a winner. Okay. What? Mossad? It's chaos. <laughs> uh, MI6. Wow. Holy Boom. shit. The British spy agency wasn't acknowledged as existing by the British government until 1994, despite it becoming very well known due to the James Bond yeah. books. As you can imagine from researching a spy agency, most of it is secret, and I don't know why they finally acknowledged it. Because <laughs> uh, when you crazy. said that, I was like, but how can that be? It was... Well, MI5 was one that was known, because they're, they're, they're the number ones. Oh, and there's the, different levels of... Yeah, I think so. I really thought we were right, Matt. Me too. I, I was worried that you were. You, you saying KGB made me feel better about my guess. I was just about to bet a thousand dollars. I would have. Uh, I, I, I should have taken that bet. It sounds like yes. Uh, and guess who never would have fucking paid you? And then well, you go, yes, I know. <laughs> well, I uh, never would have taken that. There's bet. some Jimmy Records and tapes money you guys owe me. What? Now you're going to talk about this? Jesus. Well, uh, there's, some, there's some Jimmy's records and tapes work that needs to be completed as well. Yeah, do your job. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> Maybe you could have done that while you are waiting those six hours of that fucking tire. Uh, Garen, what'd you bet? 11. 11. Matt? 4. 4. Danielle? 23. Uh, and me, huh? Yeah. Oh, wow. DNA. Uh, I went with 10. Yeah. And uh, you went with? 15. 15. All right. Yeah, so nice 15 haul. goes into, the, like Danielle asked, 15 goes into the tally for mm -hmm. the end of the year. Mm -hmm. And I crossed it off. On you crossed it off. Thank you for doing so. Yeah. Um, Danielle, we've got to go. Jima. Yeah. This show was lengthy, yeah. enjoyable. But it flew by to me. Because you're right. Well, I wasn't here for them. Because you're a wonderful guest. Well, thank you. I had a lovely time. And thank you for uh, 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 pinch hitting. Uh, uh, sure. Uh, with us having to scramble to uh, yes. thank you. change our mm -hmm. schedule. Nobody's because... first choice, Danielle Gay. <laughs> 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 that is not true. Aww. My first and only choice. Thank you, Heidi. I didn't, I didn't ask anybody else to marry me. Have you never? Did you never that, ask that me? That we know of. Yeah. No, I'm telling you. I'm telling <laughs> I'm you. I'm giving you the full answer. Uh, never. There was talk Dawn and I would get engaged, mm -hmm. and then uh, luckily that did not happen. Um, Dawn from En Vogue. 
yeah. Dawn. <laughs> she said never going to get Dawn. it. Every time I hear the name Dawn, I just think of Dawn from Envoke. But when I say luck that happened, that, that sounds like an insult to Dawn. That was not the insult to Dawn. No. The premise being that had I done that, I wouldn't have met Danielle. That's, that's right. That's the premise. And that. there would be no Oliver. That's right. Yeah. That's right. And I'd be at a be... fucking nine to five job at Chicago somewhere bitter and angry. <laughs> Dawn Jr. Uh, <laughs> I assume you would name your daughter Don Jr. Of course we would. I don't know. You'd have a boy name him Don Jr. But spell it D O N. Yeah, Don. Mm. Why is it Jr.? His name's James. Yeah. Uh, don't, don't ask. Yeah, mind your business. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for supporting. Don't forget that these shirts are for sale. It sounds like we're doing a flea market. The shirts for sale. Spreads the Tura is uh, for sale. Uh, let's lean into that Spretzatura then, then hit the shirts <laughs> uh, also if you're not subscribed I'm wearing the socks the socks look great bump up to the platinum whatever you gotta do yeah. uh, but bottom line is we do appreciate you guys listening to the show no matter what level or however much if, if the only support you give to this show is that you listen once a week to our free show we thank you for that mm-hmm. uh, so uh, uh, thank you so much for your support and your patronage on behalf of the Pop Culture Beats look at him over there sucking as he always does <laughs> <laughs> that's that's him doing over, over there even as, he's, as we speak he's doing gay shit that's Garen Cochran <laughs> Uh, behind Video Village, the interrupter, the gentleman who does not know how clocks work, Elliot Hoaxberg. <laughs> yeah, apparently. The honcho met Belknap and my beautiful wife, the host of the uh, terrific podcast, How to Survive with Daniel and Christine. Come that on. is Danielle Koenig. My name is Jimmy Pardo. We'll see you next time on the podcast. AK-47, gone, not forgotten. Love Never Not Funny? For a second episode every week and video of every episode, plus bonus perks, sign up for a Platinum subscription at NeverNotFunny.com. Never Not Funny is executive produced by Jimmy Pardo and Matt Belknap. Video production by Elliot Hochberg. Production assistance by Garen Cockrell. Music by Daver and Watch It Burn. Copyright 2023, Never Not Funny, LLC.